What's going on, everybody? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this this is a special late-night edition of The B-Show. I'm your host, Corey Smith, in the Diamond Studio with my co-host today of The B-Show, the beekeeper himself. Corey, I gotta let you know, and um, uh, at Great Black, Black Otaku himself, Brandon Williams, Dion Madden, um, I do not endorse whatever suggestion those guys had what, and whatever clip they uh, they had with uh, thinking that you were not a trainer, or at least you didn't get any trained. I know you were training for four years. Uh, Michael, I think I think Corey David Smith, he is at best a purveyor of misinformation, or at worst, an outright vindictive liar. I hope it's the former, and uh, that's my stance on that. All right, good night, people. Um, uh, well, I think we at City Wrestling Radio <laughs> would like to retract that statement now. Uh, yeah, fucking not. That's a, that's a, that's a spotlight oh, of the week, man. and it retweeted by Dio Madden. That's great. The the actual clip of the show, not just that screenshot. Yeah. Because he could just screenshot it, but no, he was like, I'm going to repost these guys. It's great. Cause, no, I really appreciate it. Because they're really um, they're really um, doing it there at City Wrestling Radio. I hope you, I hope you, you know, tag him in this too, you know? I, you know what? I'll, I'll try. I don't want to. I don't want to be a uh, nuisance or a. Hey, come on! Now's now is the time to make act have a, you know, uh, ask for forgiveness when it comes to sources. You know, and Dave Meltzer did it for Seth Rollins. I feel like we should do this uh, for one <laughs> Brendan Williams as well. Brendan was. I always forget. See, if, if I would have just remembered the name Brandon Williams, I would have been like, that guy's been trained for years. I know. It's, Pro- it's probably, probably he's 40. that good at I would you know, guess, masking that character. Like, I, and I, I think, like, I knew his back. I know he was trained by Booker T. Like, that's just second knowledge to me. Uh huh. It's uh-huh. not you secondhand you, knowledge. You clearly even, wasn't told to you at a Slack. No, as soon as that happened. Oh come on! But anyways, we're not here to talk about my misinformation on uh, Dio Madden or Brendan Williams. We're here to talk about your purveyor uh, of misinformation. Talk about AEW Dynamite. We're here to talk about NXT. We're gonna look ahead to uh, to full gear. AEW. Oh full shit! That's gear. this weekend, huh? Full Great. fucking gear. Yeah, and uh, you, you mentioned New Japan, right? Yeah, I talked about it the other day. Yeah, uh, that looks like I f- okay. Like, what do you have to say about that show? Uh, that main event looks like hot, cool shit. I think it. Well, was, what was the exact phrase you used? You said it looked like a fucking orgy. The main. Oh event. yeah, no, yeah, it actually looked like an orgy put on display. They're just gonna, they're just gonna go full hog. They show it full penetration. I'm a, I'm a little bummed out that Kazuchika Okada meet and greet sold out. I wasn't able to get a ticket. Oh man, but uh, Jay White's still there. I can still see Jay White. He'll, he'll be all right. Yeah, Jay, Jay White's White all right. We'll be all right. And who else is? What other meet and greets are there? Sonata's still available, and I thought I saw. Oh, man, what, you get to see that beard. Um, I don't it's know. The if same of his hair. I, on I might top. just do Will or Jay White. Just I have a thing for titles. Well, William Osprey is not there, huh? Well, Will Osprey is there, but I've already, okay. I've already seen his title. I just do it again. You know, he'll, he'll maybe he's like, oh right, man. Hey, you, you know again? what? All right. Uh, is Juice Robinson still there? Hey, what's going on? Oh, Giants fan. Uh oh. Yeah, ask him about ask him how the Dodgers were. were that was doing. kind of a racist uh, voice I just did there. I think. And well, as long as you put a spotlight on it. Okay. I, I, I'm I'm a piece of shit sometimes. I'm sorry. Yeah, man. Um, Trained for four years. Come on. Anyways, uh, before we talk about anything, uh, at CW four and five Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Don't forget to repost every single thing that we do because um, it's the best way to spread the information of City Wrestling Radio and spread the word. Let the world know that there is a wrestling podcast that is, uh, I, I would say, better than some. God knows. That's what we need in the wrestling world. Like, More information. We're definitely better than some. Fa- I mean, factually That's a fact. Correct. That's factually correct. Yeah. So City Wrestling Radio, put the stamp on it. Better than some. Best on the planet, you know, uh, over some. Okay, 
Yeah. That's a fair statement. Yeah. 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 There's, there's some better notes. Anyways, uh, let's talk about, there's not a whole lot of news again today, but you were just talking about New Japan Pro Wrestling this weekend. Yeah. this uh, It's very interesting that it's going head to head with Full Gear. It really just puts, sheds a light on what they consider AEW, because I do believe that the, those guys are in comp- competition against each other. Absolutely. I mean, if they're not with them, you're against them, right? Absolutely. But at the same time, well, I can't say that. I was going to say that New Japan, this is a house show and like it doesn't even really matter. But if you think about it, there is a title match and it is being broadcast i think live yeah on new japan <laughs> Not like the los angeles where it says like oh for the first time we will permit video presentation Dude, you guys are the broadcast la got screwed out of this deal i feel like oh, like looking at the two cards comparatively like i yeah. was talking about the other day but the other cards were just like a bunch of tag matches and like yeah. nothing really of significance seriously like we, uh, for the, those you don't know like the main event of the SF san jose card is amazing red and kotobushi versus william osprey versus and kazuchika okada yeah that's gonna be like that's honestly like if if i know like amazing red is not kenny omega but then this has potential to be above that ta- the tag match last year remember that remember that tag match last year of the golden lovers versus oh, osprey no, 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 and no, okada remember. you should maybe, honestly maybe watch that it. match and then like before like you even even i'll keep, have it on my phone and i'll keep looking up and down i'll be like whoa, 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 at the same time just, taking notes as well no but yeah honestly watch that match okay yeah and another, ma- I mean, uh, while we're on the same boat, since there isn't a one, I mean, it is. It, it's also a Jushin Thunder Liger's last U.S. match. Yeah, and you would think it would be a bigger, like a uh, better, bigger, better match. He's like ta- he's in a tag with Aaron he, Solo. He's put. They're putting over uh, Toriano and um, and Colt Cabana because Colt Cabana World Tag League. Yeah, I, they're and they're fucking winning that World Tag League, dude. I mean, it doesn't really matter. Like is this is like really no. the whole existence of World Tag League is just to you know put a. Put a bit of a break with not just the wrestlers, but also the audience. Like, hey, we'll do shows. You know, we'll have some wrestling, but like right now, we're just gonna we're just gonna mellow out for a little bit. Have some tags here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I feel like New Japan with tournaments is the same way that WWE is. Just like with everything, like we have to do it. Like, they just have an obligation to have a show every month. Like TLC, like they have to do a TLC match. Uh, Hell and Cell, they got to do a Hell and Cell match. Yeah, there's profit to be had. Uh, full gear. There's got to be a full gear match in AEW. I mean, where's the full gear match in it's AEW? It's not. That's not. It's that's the name of the pay per view. There's no. no specific full gear match. Everybody's in. There's full no. Gear. There was no double or nothing match. There was no all out match. These are just. What is going it's on? It's name. It's marketing. That Corey. What? Yeah. I, I've watched WWE for years, sir. And I've been conditioned. Well, where's the Survivor Series match? Well, where's the WrestleMania match? The, well, the WrestleMania moments happened throughout the whole show. Oh, shut up, Corey. <laughs> this bit is done. Uh, anyways, <laughs> um, New Japan this weekend. Go check it out if you're in the What area. else is there? Oh, yeah. So we're talking about competition, though, real quick. Um, I don't think New Japan is really competing. I mean, they kind of are competing with AEW, but you can't really, like, when New Japan booked these shows, they couldn't really be like, Oh, AEW's that night for their pay-per-view? I'm just wondering, like, we who can't. exactly is, like... I know you're attending it, even though you just didn't know that this was going... If you knew ahead of time what, that this Japan was going... Show? If this New Japan show was going head-to-head with Full Gear, would you have not gotten tickets to it? No, I still would have. You still would have? I still would have. Really? I, I could watch this on TV. I mean, I could watch AEW on TV. I mean, I know I could watch the New Japan show on TV, but it's here. Yeah. If... If, I was um, on the fence about it. Like I could have just gone, like, okay, you know, I'm probably not going to get like seats next to you, but I'll go like at somewhere else around the was it sold arena. Out? But then no, I don't know. But then as soon as Full Gear was announced, like the same day, I'm like okay, I'm watching Full Gear. Like, well, I, you could sit at home and watch both shows yeah, real quick, I, and we might be getting a little bit ahead of ourselves. But then, like, 
it is like the most the most highly anticipated my opinion one of the most highly anticipated like pay-per-views i've like felt about no. since probably all out um no. i'm like i'm hideo kojima creator of Metal gear solid one of my favorite game video game series of all time he's made a game for like for the first time in five years and that's coming out and i either have a choice between buying that or full gear i'm and I'm choosing full gear. That's how what? excited I am for this. That and it's because the, that that Death Stranding game is uh, not exactly lighting the world on fire either. No, it's unfortunate. But Hideo Kojima, he's the one who made Metal Gear, right? I just said that. Yeah. Oh, you did just say yeah. that. Yeah. Well, creator of Snatcher. Maybe that's what you know know him for. What Snatcher? It's a video game. Okay. Nice. I never played it for the Sega CD. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. I've heard a lot about that. I like. Well, I was wrong a, with. What's I was it? a 3DO fan myself. Oh man. Uh, the, the wonderful. The did, wonder, you ever, did you ever play 3DO? The mid nineties. You know, I I, I, d- I didn't. My I stepdad did. had one. Yeah. And I remember playing it, and I was like, "This is the weirdest shit ever." Like, why do you have to plug this controller into this controller? It's Daisy chained, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've watched so a lot of videos about the 3DO. I was always fascinated by it. You watching the Metal Gear was game nerd. Yeah, Metal Gear was supposed to be for the 3DO. 3DO originally was it? Yeah. I fucking love Metal Gear Solid. Anyways, we're not here. Apparently, to not enough. You didn't know who the fucking creator. I'm just. I did. I just <laughs> cred. Um, <clears throat> anyways, uh, I mean, and we don't really have much for news today. Besides, you listen to the Corey Graves podcast? No. Uh, it's just uh, boot licking. Is he just, um, he's just, okay, listen, look, before I like, like not to get too like, oh fuck, this, this bootlicking idiot, like blah, blah, blah. Like he, he, he's just telling his side of the story and he's pretty much just, well, saying quote unquote, telling his, his side of the story, telling his side of the story. And like what really rubbed me the wrong way and probably rubbed a lot of people the wrong way was that Carmela. Oh, no, come on, man. We're, we're, we're a podcast class. That's not ass. No, but, um, what he, one of his major complaints was that he was criticizing the talent that were critic or lightweight we're speaking ca- out like, yes, pretty much like subtweeting about their stance, like their, their position in the company being left into this country pro- and then bringing up and then bringing and just bringing the stress they had because of this. And they were just so exhausted. And you had like wrestlers wives tweeting about like Carl Anderson's yeah, wife. Was he was like, Oh, we've been worried sick. Don't ever go back there again. And blah, blah, blah. No more. Like, well, my and, husband be held in a hostage situation. Or uh, She said the word hostage. Yeah. And it's just that it's, I don't know. Like, I just don't think Corey, I, his, I don't think you should. What? What? I know. I just disagree with the fact that, oh, no, they shouldn't complain about this. Like, dude, they're in a country like thousands of miles away where they're just like probably worried sick. Like their their family members are probably worried sick. Like, I don't know what I don't know what Corey has to be hung up about that. Like, it was a stressful situation. Like, I think it's just be- I, and like this goes back to me accusing him of being a bootlicker because he's just he wants that to, just, that like he just wants to make sure he just wants to make sure the company looks good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, dude, this is a product put out by WWE. This is mass yeah, but WWE. The, but this propaganda. is also a podcast that Corey Craves is like, oh, like I, WWE gave me a list of topics that Doesn't. I shouldn't I shouldn't talk about. You know what? I'm throwing that list away. What we should <laughs> we shouldn't talk about oh, Survivor Series this weekend. What's gonna happen? But like, it's I do commend them for I do commend Corey. I'll give Corey credit. Like this could have he this could have been something that he could have easily just avoided, just like the Jordan Miles thing, which I thought was really interesting. Like even though like Triple H did he talk about the Jordan Miles? No, that's the interesting part. They never talked about it, especially with Triple H as a guest. Well, see, that's what I'm talking about though. That like, and so at least I mean, since I mean that was probably like the that was the most important story like of that week, like or still like or this week. Yeah, and um, I. I mean, the observer's out like right now. Like, it, 
Right now. I haven't re- I haven't read it yet, but then Dave Oh, did, I don't read. Dave just tweeted out like, "Oh, this is the most detailed yeah, thing the observer I've had a yeah. while ago." And, or I'll just take it to Seth Rollins face value and say, "Now." Now. Um oh, God, Seth Rollins. But okay, so it's just one of those things, dude. It's like this podcast, it doesn't matter what this fucking guy says, Corey Graves. I mean, um, it says, Oh, I'm raw. I'm, I'm uncut. Dude, this is at the end of the day. <laughs> I'm uncircumcised. <laughs> I just used the words raw and uncut in the same sentence. Um, but I mean, that's what the, never mind. Go ahead. But, uh, nonetheless, it's being produced by WWE at the end of the day. He has to make them happy. It's not his podcast. It's WWE's podcast. He will be taken Boy, off there eventually. I'm, I cannot wait until the next one comes along. Then. Well, it's just like when, you know, it's not for us when they were talking. Well, no, it's, it's no, it should be for like it, it should be. be. You're right. But WWE is trying to. Cor- OK, I'm not trying to say they're coming after us as podcasters, but I think they're trying to corner that market of fans wanting more wrestling knowledge. Yeah. And there's just going to be that certain subset of audience of that audience who are always just going to believe the people who are entrenched in that company other than the people who aren't. Well, that's just like you people know? who believe the government. You know what I mean? No, no there's just people, up, the, the people who would rather listen to Bruce Prichard who is like, who plays who plays up the whole anti-Melter character yeah. because like, oh, he wasn't there. That's all just say same this. With, same and with that's Bischoff. What be, and people are just going to believe. And well, there's, always really gonna Conrad, be, there's always going to be a subset of people who are just going to believe those. Yeah. And there's, and I think they, I think WWE is just playing to that audience. Well, that, yeah. And also, like I said, like though a lot of those people are still wanting more knowledge about what's going on. Cause it's so yeah. like, you can get, you can go to wrestling observer and find out what's really, or not, you don't know if it's really, apparently not because they're, I, they're yeah. lying, you know? And uh, keep in mind, like I'm not, enti- I'm not discrediting, I'm not like it's entirely discrediting like people like Bruce Pritchard or Eric Bischoff or any of the people who actually work in that company. They could very well be, you know, super credible, sources. super credible sources. Just like like have an open mind. Like but there's when, there are reasons for everything that's going on sometimes. It, it, yeah, it, it's just, you know, they come out. They want these fans to believe Hey, why did these guys shouldn't be like tweeting out against WWE? They they're like they're giving you a great job and you're flying around the world and like who says that? I'm saying like this is like the normal fan. Like this is what they're trying to convince people. I don't know. I mean, this is, are the you w, sure this, the are WWE you, fan you were just referring to? Okay, are you like more like the WWE fan that no, this is the this type of fan that WWE more WWE wants more of? Yeah, you honestly. know, people that are just gonna you know, follow them blindly because it's what they know and you know it's what they know best. So to follow them and to keep you know, yeah. Yeah, WWE, they, they keep going. Yeah, it's it's fine. But, yeah, you know, it, it is what it you is. You can't please everybody, honestly. At the end of the day, you really can't please no, everybody. No, no. It, 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 to me, it just seems like propaganda. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, well, Corey Graves' it's podcast. It's Corey Graves. Like, yes, it, it seems it like could propaganda very well, to me. Oh, listen, it could very well be his actual legit opinion, unless we get another podcast where he's like, oh, yeah, no, they made me say all of that stuff. I can definitely buy Corey Graves thinking that way just because, you know, he's Corey Graves. He, he definitely has that sort of thing going he's on. He's raw and uncut. Okay. All right. But um yeah. Yeah. That's just how that's just the way the business is. All right. Um is there anything else that there has to have been something going on. I mean right now I mean the observers are out on Thursdays now, so like it's not like we're gonna do any security sweeps, even though we're you know, we're just like all the other podcasts that just regurgitate whatever Meltzer just, you know, reports out. But it's it's gonna be an eventful week and I feel like it's only gonna get even more eventful by the time the the weekend's over. You know. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. It's 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 been a crazy week and with uh <clears throat> sorry. Uh with full gear coming, it's gonna be crazy 
crazy, crazy, crazy craziness. Um, but I say let's uh, let's, should we get just get into the reviews, or unless you got any, something else you want to talk about? Real, I'm quick. actually just at the freaking observer site right now. <laughs> okay, well there isn't the, the World Tag League. Can we announce the teams announced? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, like oh, I don't have it ready. Not exactly. Um, the- but the World Tag League, uh, the teams were just announced this past week. Um, a lot of them, a lot of teams. I think that. Um, World Tag League is what it's called. And um, a lot of teams, I think, were just put together at the last minute. And that's the thing about New Japan's um, tag team division. It seems like a lot of teams that are just randomly thrown together. All right, here we go. The teams announced for the World Tag League, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Tomatonga and Tagaloa, of course. David Finley and Juice Robinson. Okay. Toriano and Cole Cabana. They've teamed before. Zack Sabre Jr. and Tai Chi. Have they teamed? I mean, they're 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 both the members of Suzuki Gun, right? That makes sense. Yeah, Minoru Suzuki and Lance Archer, same thing. But um, I would I would actually change that and put Zack Saber Jr. with Minoru Suzuki and Taichi with Lance Archer, or Minoru Suzuki with Taichi and Zack Saber Jr. with Lance Archer. Um, uh, Hiroshi Tenzon and uh, Satoshi Kojima, uh, Togi Makabe and Tomo and Hanma. Evil and Sonata, uh, Shingo Takagi, and Air uh, El Terrible. Oh, El Terrible. He's the uh, he's another he's, member of Lij, right? Uh, but of the Mexican division, I think. Yeah. Um, you mean the original Lij? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Chase Owens, Bad Luck Fale, of course. I mean, no, Lij. The J in Lij means Japan. So. Well, Los and Gorbanables. Yeah. Li. <laughs> uh, Kenta and and he uh, Yujiro Taka- uh, Takahashi, uh, Tomohiro Ishii and Yoshihashi, Hiroki Goto and Carl Fredericks. Hey, you go, Carl Fredrick. He made it in the tag league. Uh, he's kind of their, like, isn't that like, he's kind of their, like, top student in the show. That Shibu- dude's going to be fucking great, dude. Yeah. He, he's going to win that fucking IWGP Intercontinental title eventually. Uh, so- sooner rather than later. Well, I mean, sure, define your definition of sooner, but. Sooner. Uh, um, Minobu uh, Takanishi and Yuji Nagata, uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi and Tohanare and Jeff Cobb and Mikey Nichols. Yeah. So. They released the they re, they also released the card for the Triple Mania show for Triple A uh, for the for, uh, December first. You want to see you want to see the matches? Yeah, yeah. I'll lay it on me. Honestly, I'll just say the main ones: the Twelve Luchadores Sopresa, uh Lucha por el Campeonata. Okay, this is, uh, everything is in Spanish. I'm just gonna let you know. The, <laughs> I'm just gonna say the main ones, which there is you go. I like Kenny it. Omega is defending his El Mega Campeonato versus. Versus Dragon Lee. Kenny Omega versus Dragon Lee. Watch your neck, Kenny. Um, Jesus Christ, you're right. Dragon Lee's like a, I don't know. To me, he's like no, a he's a great worker. It's, he's a great worker. Yeah, no, I've he's not many unsafe. Times. You know that that thing happened with Hiromu, which you know. I, it's, I, I've heard he doesn't like to let people, other people, go over. I'm not going to say names. I'm not going to say when or where. I'm pretty sure Kenny Omega's going to win this match. I think Kenny Omega's going to win this match. No, there was just sometimes. I'm not going to get into it. Anyways, uh, Lucha semifinal. L.A. Park versus Pagano versus Roosh. That should be a pretty cool. Wait, who was it? Roosh versus who? Uh, Pagano versus L.A. Park. Oh, I know. Yeah. I don't know who Pagano is. He's a cool dude. Uh, Lucha Estellar. Lucha he gave, in. He gave me a cup of noodles. Hola, mascara cool. o caballera, which Ooh. means hair versus mask. Psycho Clown <gasps> versus Blue Demon Jr. versus Arrow Star versus Dr. Wagner Jr. versus Monster Clown versus Tejano Jr. versus Rey Scorpion versus Chess Man. <laughs> well, you got to be a good one. I'm Chess Man. I'm looking for. Where's Hamburguesa? He's somewhere here. I don't know. He's I can't find. Oh man, is is a uh, Vikingo El El Hijo, El Hijo del Vikingo? He's oh yeah, he's in this card. He should be cool. 
And there's no updates. Bandito Flamito versus Hijo del Vikingo and Aramis versus Cage. Wait, okay. And so Puma said- King versus Taurus versus Villano the Third Jr. That should be a pretty cool. This match. is for AAA, right? Uh huh. Triple I thought, Mania. I thought this Rush is the biggest show of the year. R- R- Wait, Triple Mania is in December? Uh, Triple Mania. It's like December Triple Mania. That's what they're calling. Oh, it. it's like their their mid year Triple Mania. Triple Mania Regia. Okay. Okay. Cool. I'll work on it. Uh, Regina. Um. Anyways, um, wasn't Rush fired? He's independent. He was he was fired from ROH. Oh no 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 he's we no he's their champion. Never mind. Yeah yeah. So, yeah. Uh, wasn't Dragon Lee fired? I'm pretty sure they're part of CMLL. I think. That, oh, well, they were fired from CMLL. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they're free agents. They go to AAA. Cool. Because yeah, Dragon Lee. Done. It's kind of surprising that. Uh, they're brothers, right? Roosh and Dragon Lee. Mm-hmm. Man, that's. Everybody's brother. Everybody's related. <laughs> All right, kids, come get your food. <laughs> Everyone doing flips in the kitchen. Anyways, um, they're, fuck, they're all fucking great uh, athletic people, man. I'm looking forward to that Dragon Lee Omega match. Yeah, it's gonna be good. I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to that card in general. It should be pretty. Have you ever seen Triple A uh, cards that like uh, the English commentary that's not Matt Stryker? No, it's literally just. I know I haven't. It's you know we found a bunch of dudes from a uh, from a parking lot and just dude we need to, to we need to hang out in a parking lot. We need to hang out yeah. in a parking lot in Mexico City. We'd yeah. be like, I'm being be like, careful with my words there, but then like they just found these guys in a Home Depot. They sound lot. like um like 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 in Mexico, you would go to Home Depot to find some Americans to do jobs for you. Yeah, who speaks English? Oblo English. Yeah, Oblo English. Right, here you go. Hey, let's go. Um, but no, um, I. It's great. I still love. I, <laughs> it's I, it's in my heart. Vampiro and Matt Striker. It's just in my heart that was my fucking music, man. Play, play my fucking. You're not playing my music. <laughs> the part where he farted in the microphone too. You swore it wasn't a fart, but <laughs> it was a like, fart. It was a fart, dude. Um, yeah, it sucks for Vampiro though. Did you hear he's got like Alzheimer's? No, he does not have Alzheimer's. What? Like, no, no, he he legit like put this. Video no, he no, he pretty much said, "Oh, I think I have Alzheimer's." No, he was well, he was. Going on Twitter or like he posted. He was on Facebook and when he posted, he was like crying. He was like, "I I I don't remember things and it's really hard for me." Sounds more like uh, whatever. Well, yeah, Yeah. concussions Concussions can lead to can lead to advanced stages of Alzheimer's and all that stuff. But nothing really concrete except for what he's saying. And you know, it just sucks that you know when when these guys get old, especially the oh, we're gonna find out. The science is gonna is gonna you know. Do you hear about that thing where Kevin Ash said like the minute that he dies, he wants he He donates. Yeah, he's donating his brain, right? Yeah. I think, I mean, I'm pretty sure Vampiro is too. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I would think so. I mean, I'm donating my brain for just for like the wrestling fan. Like how much effects does watching wrestling have on the brain? Oh man, I wish they'd do that to Dave Meltzer. It's like that. Remember that? You ever watch that movie Winter Soldier? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, it's uh, so one of the secondary villains from the Captain America movie. Like he, what he did was transfer his brain to a computer. I kind of wish they'd do that to Dave Meltzer. Like, so he's like. I mean, you could just. I mean, it was pretty good. I like not you could just great, read, but Observer, good. You could just read like Observer archives anyway. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty much his brain in a computer. So, so let's talk about some wrestling that happened last night. Oh yeah, because uh, that d- it did indeed happen. Wednesday, yesterday was Wednesday. Today is Thursday. Yeah, Wednesday night dynamite. We talk. About, we talk. We start with Wednesday dynamite, right? Yeah, yeah. Start with dynamite. Yes. Uh, light the fuse. Break the rules. It's dynamite. Shooter starring Mark Wahlberg was our movie of the week. Uh, these lead-ins are becoming a little less impressive, I must <laughs> Wasn't say. Wasn't Queen of the Damned on afterwards? 
No, Batman Begins was on afterwards. Okay. I, okay. I can see how you can get those two movies confused. Yeah. Charlotte, North Carolina, November 6th, 2019. We start things off with Bastard Pack versus Trent. We'll never not love how Justin Roberts calls back a bastard. He's a bastard. He's a bastard. Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's I great. love it. I love it. Justin Roberts, he's not enough not enough love sends, sent is sent his way, honestly. I, I wonder what he thinks about Daniel Bryan. Like I'm sure they made up since then. Oh, of course. Like, I mean, both of them were working at the same time. I mean, he Daniel Bryan came back, so yeah. Huh. yeah. Trent enters with Chuck Taylor and Orange Cassidy, chain wrestling to start. Pac, you suck chance. Uh, happen. Pack stares down or is Cassidy. Trent gets the heat on Pac. I'm just going to call him Pac. Flair chops to woos because North Carolina. Pac gets the action to the outside and throwing Trent to the barricades as he continues to stare down OC even more. Enough time has passed to a point where JR starts calling out referee Bryce Remsburg for not counting out. I agree. Like this this outside action was going uh, the, the, whole, the whole ref and the, the i feel like this one ref always is always and it's not him oh yeah no we'll get there <laughs> it, yeah 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 i know we will um but he's been having problems a lot in like pretty much every match anyways uh, Pac then does a plancha but he has more of a so sort of a slower offense to him more of a methodical <sighs> it's like he's doing his you know best randy orton routine which oh yeah uh did you talk no randy orton been, resigned yeah who cares <laughs> He got a lot of money. Pretty much. Um, Wastelock into a German suplex pin for a two count on Trent. Orange Cassidy then rolls himself into the ring as the ref is distracted by Chuck Taylor. No, no, no. The ref was looking directly at them as soon as Orange Cassidy gets in that ring. I thought they were face to face. And then Trent comes over and like grabs the ref. I know. I'm just grabs the ref and pulls him to the side. Yeah. And the it just to me, I was like, OK, cool, whatever. I get in wrestling. People come in and out of the ring. I'm not going to be a stickler on that. Hey, listen, Corey, do you want your orange Cassidy spot or not? Yes, I do. So Cassidy does his kicks, <laughs> but Pac fucking flattens Orange Cassidy with a kick of his own. I thought that looked great. This is going to lead to Orange Cassidy actually having a like a real match, right? Of course, that's, L- that's like he's where gonna, this. Oh, this where this this is where this always he's going to. Oh, does it? Okay. Oh yeah, dude, okay. watch. See, I don't watch too much Orange Cassidy. I just dress like him for Halloween. I mean, I don't. Uh, looking at you, I don't blame you. Mm. Topecon Hilo from Trent. Not long after, Trent throws Pac into the barricade. Pac does one two, one too many, but Trent responds with oh wait no. I'm reading. I'm reading this all wrong. Pac does one two, but Trent responds with a spear to a final shot knee for a two count. Yeah, that's how. Yeah, that's how it is. Swinging DDT from Trent for a two count. Crowd is hot for Trent. Really hot for anything. It's all great. Uh, Pac is slow to get to the broken arrow, but hits it. And just as the ref counts to three, Pac rises up, and in a very weird way, <laughs> like he no, it's like Pac rises up because. Rice Rensberg stops the count because he thought that he thought the Rings of Saturn was going to be the finish, not the red uh, black arrow. Right. So he thought he, knowing that and knowing full ahead of what the finish would be, he just stops the count of the broken arrow. Trent, his shoulders stay down. Yeah. So it just looked really weird. Well, then it cha- the fans start chanting like uh, start booing and saying you fucked up. Yeah, I just there was just like there was just so much miscommunication. So uh, like Pac does the uh, the 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 Rings of Saturn. I forget what it's called. It's the Rings of Saturn. Uh, just, oh, it's pretty much the Rings of Saturn. Yeah. Um, and he gets the submission victory. Rings of Pac. I thought this match, regard like with the finish, a weird finish aside, I thought this match was great. Uh, the the crowd was into it the entire time. I think they just need to tell their refs, hey man. If you're gonna, if you count to three, just fucking count to three. And like, I like the idea of, oh yeah, that's that's exi- like that. Isn't that what's taught in like WWE? 
I think like a lot of wrestler, a lot yeah. of uh, just treat it like a shoot. A lot of referees. I mean, I can't say that for sure. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask a, re- a referee f- uh, friend I know uh, if that's true. But um, I've always heard that that always just count to three. Don't. Like one, two. Uh. I also like the idea of just putting t- your uh, members of your tag team tag team division in singles matches because everybody is just so talented. Yeah, no, that's cool. And uh, yeah, good work from both of these guys. It's cool. I like it a lot. Besides the finish, uh, he at post match he calls out North Carolina and Hangman and Page saying that he heard is naughty swear word and that he's coming for him. Uh. Imagine giving this guy a cape. <laughs> Like Pac is just such a complete performer for that company to a point where oh, I I will say this: you shave that face, he is not as scary. Of course, <laughs> Adrian Neville. That's why, that's why he has. That's why he has kept that goatee. Adrian Neville looked fucking like Mighty Mouse at times. He's, I mean, yeah, because they gave him a cape. They wanted him to be Mighty Mouse. They even without that Mighty Mouse, even without the cape, I got that Mighty Mouse vibe. Anyways, that's why they did that. I digress. Anyway, next segment: center stage piece lifts up. I guess Cody's coming out. <laughs> Crowd loves Cody. Cody loves the crowd. We finally have the 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 in ring Tony interview with Cody that has eluded him since the first episode. You ever notice that every time Tony and Cody are in the ring, they're just about to talk with each other. They always get interrupted. Yeah. No. I feel. Well, here's the thing: is I I, th- I and I I was like coming into this week when they announced the announcement. I was like, I hope he never makes this announcement and just a bunch of just bullshit just happens. Well, like what was the announcement? It was just you like, don't know the announcement. Oh oh oh. Never mind. Oh, never mind. Never yeah. mind. I, I don't. I, I I'll give you the announcement. I blanked for a second. There yeah. Uh, Tony says North Carolina is Cody's birthplace, and according to Wikipedia, it is. And uh, WWE so has been lying to us the whole time. I thought he was born in Marietta, Georgia. Somebody held up a sign that said, this is Rhodes country. Ooh, shots fired in Charlotte, North Carolina. Ooh, that's flare country right there. Whatever. <laughs> it's just, it's all fake, Corey. <laughs> you know what? If it's all fake, then what, what, what are we what, doing? What, what, what are we doing for? Cody says the arrival of Jericho and his inner circle has been blunt, but surgical. He says it's short victory. It's a short victory in that he and the elite have planned out all their opponents and is in control, which is a very heel thing to say. Uh, Cody then goes on a detour and name drops Eddie Graham, Cowboy Bill Watts, and then, of course, his father, Dusty Rhodes, said they were the best at the box office and agents of positivity wherever they went. But them, says, baby, agent but of says, Cool. But since that history brushed them off as cold management. Cody calls AEW the Ellis Island of professional wrestling and it's freedom. Freedom, Corey. Freedom. Hmm. Cody then hmm. says if he loses to Jericho, he will never challenge for the AEW championship again. Okay. What do you think of this stipulation? Um, I think it's a little early. I think it's. I think they paint themselves into a fucking corner. That's what they. Well, that's what I think. Well, no, they. Have- I mean, they want to drive pay per view buys. They want to know. It, at the end of the day, I am intrigued of what they're going to do. So uh, well, I'll get. I have an idea, and we'll get to it at the end of the show when we talk about full year. But um, I. I mean, you want to talk about it now? I mean. Okay. Uh, yeah. No. It's it's one of those things. I think one of. I think Cody's losing. Straight up. Cody's I feel like he should win. Cody's going to lose. I mean, Cody's he is the ultimate to... babyface right now. That's the thing. He's the ultimate babyface. And given WWE or AEW, fuck, that guy is more over than anybody is a face. But right then now. I also feel like AEW has always been sort of in the business of just capitalizing on whatever WWE is failing to do. And I feel like what better way to WWE is facing a current babyface problem. What better way to stick it to WWE than to, to create an actual meaningful babyface that people will get behind? That is true. That's really good. I like that. Um, but I think. Uh, as much as AEW expresses themselves as like being in competition with themselves, as lame as it would sound, want to do this. I think that when Cody loses, it's going to be one of two things going to happen. He's going to come back later and say, 
well, fuck you. I'm the president. I can do whatever I want. I'm a heel now. I'm going to get a title shot. But or, that, that will not get him a heel. That will not heal Cody Rhodes. I mean, yeah, that's going to paint a bad picture. But it'll paint no, a bad it picture. No, it won't bad, paint a bad picture of Cody Rhodes. It will just paint, it'll paint a bad picture of this company. Like, oh, you introduce the stipulation, and then you immediately fall back on it. Oh, great. You're falling under the same traps that every single wrestling promotion ever got themselves into or, since the history of forever. Or uh, some sort of stipulation that in this inner circle versus elite match, if the elite win, Cody can then challenge for the title again. If he said, and I think Dave Mel- Dave said this in his show oh. earlier, earlier this morning where he says he should have just said he will never challenge Chris Jericho for the title instead of just never challenging for the title. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. But then I feel like that would just be too obvious. Like, oh, then he's losing, but then he'll just challenge it against somebody. Cause I do think Cody, like he has proven himself and to the company that he is deserving of that title. But then he did prove to himself that he is because he is pretty much the company. I mean, like, he, I know Tony, he's Collins the fun. best performer of that company so far. Like, yeah, no, definitely. you know, Kenny Omega has yet to got gotten that pr- uh, breakout match out the level of Cody versus Dustin Rhodes. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it's argued. I mean, Young Bucks. Yeah, you can Escalera de la Muerte. Like that well, was their Cody, that was their breakout match. And Cody so, has more of an American appeal, I think, than Kenny Omega does. Like, I think in America, like, looking at him, like, Kenny, when you look at him, he's kind of, like, he's kind of nerdy. Like, and I, I can appreciate I that. I can't think of, no, listen, if I've never, if I've looked at Kenny Omega and think, and, like, not knowing whatever the hell he is, you know, yeah. beforehand, I would think he, that's a wrestler. I would think he looks oh, like no, Tom no, McGee's yeah. son. No, yeah, definitely. For some reason, I know he who lo- Tom McGee is. He looks <laughs> like a wrestler, but he, de- but to me, he comes off, like, nerdy. Like, he comes out to the, his song's a little, like, uh, like, anime, uh, video game music. Um, he's, you know, he talks about, he dresses like video game characters, whereas Cody is like this, like this, um, like businessman, businessman. He's like, there's videos of him, like jogging and training upper class. Yeah. He doesn't take shit from anybody. The most appealing traits of any American middle-class American. Yep. Yep. And that's the reason being sarcastic here, Corey. No, it's, it's true though, dude. It really is. Like, I know we can sit there and well, be like, well, it's not Cody, because we live in San Francisco. Co- Cody wears that, wears that stuff on his sleeve. Like he is, he is who he is because of where he comes from. Right. You know, it makes you believe in like, it makes you believe in him as, you know, his father's son. Like, oh, I am who I am because of how great my father is. And I have a lot. And if anything, I have a lot more to prove to live up to that name. That's kind of what he, that's kind of what the mantra that he's been going by. Right. And people believe in that. Yeah. You know, it's not the it's not the fact that he's like well, well more dressed than everybody here. It's because of what he's presented himself as with those road two. Well, videos. to the hardcore fans, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get to those road two videos. But I think I honestly think at. to the casual fan just looking at him, he comes oh, no, across I, more of like a a likable baby face than Kenny Omega. But then I would also I would also argue because like I would also argue the fact that with Kenny Omega like we didn't have a show this week but that we didn't have a show this week when this happened when he did that Undertale's entrance like that brought in they it's very clear what he's trying to do with that with the type of entrance he's trying to find he's trying to appeal to a certain audience that like trying to get this entrance file for people who are into Undertale which is a good amount of people like I, I showed I don't my even friend, know what that is that's a video game that's the video game entrance that Kenny Omega did he was Sans from Undertale like you don't know you don't have to know who that is but what's really important is the people who do the the audience the subset audience who actually do know who that is who watch Rick and Morty who are familiar oh, I know that with all that other like with with that whole nerdy stuff stuff and so what Kenny Omega did with that entrance not only just because he loves Undertale and all this stuff he wants to just introduce himself to a certain audience and then in return that audience gets introduced to AEW as a show right right but then think about all the fans like all the fans that aren't 
video game fans who have already watched wrestling for so long. There's still enough of that going around. Like Kenny Omega is that no well, everybody that, yeah well, that right. knows like uh, Cody is Dusty's son. They think oh he has this lineage behind him and he's this all American hero and you know he's Cody Rhodes also appeals- also the face. But where's Kenny Omega? It's like okay he's a great wrestler. He came from Japan, but he's from Canada. Yeah, he's cool. But I just. It's one of those things. Cody I Rhodes think, is exactly the type of wrestler that Jim Cornette wants to wants in a wrestling in a wrestling listen. show of his of his fantasy. And like he himself said, and then I might go ahead of myself. Like Jim, I mean Jim Cornette called Cody Rhodes's promo like his equivalent of the hard times. Well, let's, let, let's get to this. Let's get to that, or let's move ahead to the AEW so we can talk about that promo. Yeah, uh, where am I? Yeah, Cole Management, Ellis Island. Cody says loser. He plugs Jericho's book Lion's Tale and says you can get it for three dollars on Amazon or at any flea market. Yeah. He says Jericho isn't better for being the son, isn't any better because he was the son of a famous hockey player and they don't and said something about a silver spoon and calls him a stupid dick. I was surprised. It's a great, no, no, I'm not doing it justice. He that like that was a really great line. I'm surprised a stupid dick wasn't chanted. Cody calls Jericho a carny succubus and that his generation needs his like his Chris Jericho's generation needs Cody's generation, which, you know, it's very, well, true. it's absolutely true. I mean, he tearfully mentions his family and that he's undesirable to undeniable. Damn it. Um, he's, he's really trying to get that phrase over, uh, at full gear, not just Cody, but we are going to eat Jericho alive. Why? Again, my recap can't do it justice. I thought this was incredible. Like this was promo of the year caliber, but I also thought he's been watching a fair bit of NWA power. Oh. He's doing the exact same. He, that stipulation is the exact same Tim as Storm. Tim Storms. Yeah. Uh, fucking chills. I, I again, like writing down my notes. I just said this dude has to win the title. Okay, I'm gonna read a review on Twitter of Cody's uh, of Cody's um, speech last Twitter time. reviews. I'm looking forward to uh, it. rhythm, candidates, tone, intent, passion, execution. <sighs> yep, I know who said this. Great promo, brother. Uh, nope, I <laughs> didn't say I, that. I know. You're well, you know, he, did, he did say brother. He did say brother. But you didn't say it like that. No, well, he probably did. He may, might have. He, he, he was yeah, The Rock. He yeah, tweeted. He said, at "You Cody dropped Rhodes. that mf at Cody Rhodes." So goes to show that he's watching, or at least someone showed it to him. Well, that's not the first time he um, he tweeted uh, in support of Cody Rhodes. When yeah. Cody won the NWA World Heavyweight Championship, you know he congratulated him on winning that God, as well. Can you imagine the Rock showing up at AEW? No, can you imagine? <laughs> he's going to be like one of the three panel judges. He'd be the Boulder. No, he'll just be like the, the the deciding judge. He'll just be Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. 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 Anyways, let's continue. Our tag champions SCU are out to watch Dark Order versus Private SCU. Party for the bronze match of the tor- tag tournament. Winner of the match faces both SCU and Lucha Brothers for titles at full gear. The ref presents just the cutest little bronze medals imaginable. They actually had these bronze medals. I I don't get why th- why this why this match happened. Like, why do we need a triple threat match at at the uh, pay per view? Get people on the card. I guess, yeah. Uh, SCU is on commentary with the English team and the Lucha Bros on the Spanish team. I still don't understand Dark Order. Like, Uno, I think, is still a channel channel changer look, but thankfully they pulled the Baron Corbin on him and added a leather vest. I thought yeah. that was kind of a He right. looks like he's, trim- he's trimming up. I will be honest. I he, hope so. He God. does look like he's lost that some is, weight. That is not a sustainable body type. No, private not part, for life. Uh, private party whips out the say cheese early. I had to step out for a second when that happened, and the commercial break happened, and I'm not willing to recap it. That's how invested I am. Cassidy reverses a suplex from Uno for the hot tack to Mark Quinn. Quinn does a dive to the outside, springboard crossbody. Uno does an electric chair neck breaker. Like but Isaiah Cassidy? No, I said... Um, you said Cassidy. Orange Cassidy? Isaiah Cassidy? Yeah. Are they 
Brothers. No. Oh. Uno does an electric chair neckbreaker to the knee to Cassidy, but but Quinn stops it. Uno and Grayso does a combination cannonball 450 to private party for a two count. Silly string to Uno, gin and juice to Grayson for the pin and win. I thought this match was all over the place, but the crowd loved it. So I couldn't like necessarily think it was that bad yeah. to be honest. Yeah. I thought, but then who I thought was bad was SCU on commentary. Scorpio Sky was a fucking vacuum in this. You know what? <laughs> now that I think about it, when I was watching this match, I don't remember them being on commentary. I know they exactly. were exactly, exactly. But they you're were right, just so insignificant. Wow, okay. And they kind of sucked. It was kind uh, of what bad. they contributed. It was as bad as Leo Rush on commentary a couple weeks ago on NXT. Oh, I'm just out and here. You'd expect better from Leo um, Rush. That dude was a fucking was pretty much positioned as a manager. He's a fucking great Lashley. Lash. Okay, besides that, like he was, <laughs> he was a good like shit talker. But yeah, no, I agree. I digress. <laughs> All right, Corey. Yeah, he was. What? Jericho sent AEW a video. Oh, oh, fucking Christ! Yeah, I love no this. notes. They're just gonna show this uninterrupted. <laughs> Any, it's a video of him murdering and, everybody. <laughs> yeah, sure. Full blown parody of Cody's Road Two videos. I can't even recap this properly to do it justice. Fucking Virgil is interviewed. Santana is titled under Street Thugs. Wait, Virgil wasn't in it. Are you fucking serious? It's, that wasn't Virgil. Soul, okay, look, Soul Train Jones, whatever. <laughs> Okay, um, copyright issues, all right? Soul Train Jones is And in then it. Patricia Bobsky is interviewed, who is, according to the video, Jericho's aunt's friend from church. And apparently this is an ins- Bobsky is apparently an inside joke for Chris Jericho, because that was the name of his character in um, Southpaw Regional Wrestling. Oh. And I was also listening to another podcast, Post Wrestling with John Pollock, where apparently... Um, apparently, like, the Chris, uh, Lance Storm needed a fake name to answer to Chris Jericho. And so they said, oh, uh, put me under Chet Bobsky. And then when John Pollock said Chet Bobsky out loud, Jericho just fucking lost his shit. So apparently there's some inside information with that. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. Lance Storm was also hired as a producer. In oh, yeah. That's your news. Uh, she, uh, Bobsky said the minute the fr- she first saw Jericho, she knew that he would become AEW champion and that he hopes that he'll beat the shit out of Chris Jericho. Um, Sammy calls Jericho the youngest AEW champion. Hager says nothing. Virgil calls Jericho's talent like Olive Garden's breadsticks well, that, unlimited. It, well, Jericho uh, struggles to find where to get bubbly after he's done with Cody, but says that's life and he's the champion. This was at a level unheard of in terms of comedy and wrestling. And I thought the writing was fantastic and the timing was just impeccable. Well, like, because Sammy Guevara, first off, he's in her talk. He's like, think about everything Chris Jericho's accomplished. I mean, he is He's the, the youngest AEW world champion. That's great. Everybody fucking popped for that. No, um, I thought I thought Sammy Guevara's funniest thing was when he was pretty much Brandy Rhodes in that intro video to the point where he kisses Jericho on the cheek. I thought that was great. Oh, yeah. And then Jericho's because uh, he's like not even listening. He's like, uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gives him a kiss. There's a part where Chris Jericho sits on a bathtub just like the sensory deprivation tank. But drinking with that. Cody. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and also, yeah, fucking um, Virgil's fucking line about um, Chris Jericho's talent being unlimited like uh, Olive Garden's breadsticks. That's oh my what God. I just said. I know. I'm yeah. just saying it was great. I loved every it's, bit of this. It was... It came out it was of nowhere. Funny. It, was, it was funny. It, it wasn't was very like... funny. And it was uh, very subtle, too. Yeah. Like, it, was, it wasn't just like... It, yeah, it was great. I, go, get, get after this. You've probably... Listener, you, you've, you've most likely listened to it anyway. But yeah. I thought it was great. If we didn't have such a packed show, I'd play it, but no. Go listen. Uh, Emmy Sakura, Jamie, Jamie Hader versus Shanna and Riho. I love Jamie Hader. 
She's great. The battle between women with one. The battle between uh, between women with one name against the one with full names. Yeah, you notice that. Yeah, yeah I, and I also love Jamie Hader. She plays it up with the crowd so much. Like, oh yeah, no, she has a really deep connection or <laughs> hatred with the crowd. It's great. Riho has a six one record, and that's probably the best record in all of AEW because I know Jericho has a five zero. Is six okay. one better than a five zero? I think it's the same at that point. Yeah. All right. Riho no. and Chris no, Jericho. No, undefeated. Neck and undefeated. Neck. Well, well, yeah, you'd think they'd be neck and neck. They are the women. It's the women's champion in the wow. world heavyweight champion. Chain wrestling from Riho and Emi Sakura. They meet for the women's title at full gear. Nice tandem offense from both Shanna and Riho. Double underhook backbreaker from Sakura. And tags to Hater, who builds heat on Riho while problematically mocking Riho. Uh, Sakura attempts a Casadora to Riho, but counters with a double stomp. Sakura tries to do the We Will Rock You stomp. My HDMI cord went out. Someone did a cross, diving crossbody. Don't remember. Don't care. Hater, <laughs> I do care. I just don't want to go back. To yeah, it. Yeah. Hater builds heat on Shanna and showing aggression. These women are working very hard. Butterfly backbreaker from Sakura and Evader bomb, but Riho stops the pin attempt. Various pin attempts from Sakura and Riho until Riho gets pinned with a Mahi Starl cradle for the pin and win. Excellent women's wrestling. Riho, I think, is wrestling with the most confidence she has since signing with the company. Like she has been carrying herself as champion in ways that I think impressed like most skeptics who originally go against her going over Nyla Rose, which I think I've kind of proven them wrong. Where, what happened to Nyla Rose, man? She's working dark matches. Well, like AEW dark, dark. not well, she, when, and on like for, ago, the, for right? like for the past three weeks. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think the addition of the other three and Emmy, Shanna, and Jamie Hader was much needed after thinking that the division was having a bit of a depth issue. Mm-hmm. Like seeing all four of these women working as hard as they can, I think that's those problems have been largely quelled. Yeah. I think like and it also cast a spotlight on Britt Baker, who I think should take a back seat. Like she is wrestling Bea Priestley on the pre-show, which. I'm I kind of have my problems with too because that that is your that is I'll say this that is your oldest rivalry going around and like on AEW since that company's existence yet that's on the pre-show yet Sean Spears and Joey Janela who've had a one week build is is on the main card I kind of have a problem with that yeah as much as I like Joey Janela and Sean Spears I agree I agree it's you know why 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 uh, but yeah, very excitable match. Uh, they have nowhere to go but up. You know, I'm a lot more optimistic about the women's division in AEW than I was, say, a week or two ago. Yeah, nice. Brandy, <laughs> and then lo and behold, Brandy video. She says she's been called stupid. She's, she rhymes something with Venmo. She pretty much talks up Awesome Kong. I'm young. And asks, Venmo. Yes. And asks, who are the bullies now? It was okay. I still still a little confusing, but I I it, think I think Brandy she's she's actually like really good at what she does. I think the problem is what is she doing? Yeah, what is what are the roads doing? Like, are they are they are we supposed to believe that they are a couple, but they're not I'll, on the same page? I'll say this. I'll say this. I feel like everybody's would buy this a lot more if this was the, the sole introduction of her in in this. You know, if this was the first time we see Brandy, even even, I think people would be intrigued by it more if we didn't already see Brandy. But the fact that she's like, people know me as Cody Rhodes's wife. Okay, that's that's fine. That's that's a very real thing. It is, but it's like it doesn't go with the storyline. It's like so. It's a this heel is what storyline is there? That's the. I feel like that's the problem. There is no storyline of her being this of her and Nyla Rose or not Nyla Rose. Her and Awesome Kong, um, kind of taking over the women because you think they would be they would go a little bit deeper with that against her like against Allie, but then her match with Allie turned out to be a fucking disaster. So they just kind of just they're kind of running with that without their heads on. I think 
honestly, I think Brandy Rhodes' character. She's just being a manager so the, far. I don't think she's going to be. I think it's going to happen. I think she's going to win that title eventually. And it's going to be a heel thing. I think that's, I feel like that's going to get a lot of pushback within the company. I understand that. But I think it's one of those things. Like, I think they still want to do that heel um, authority figure, but they don't want to do it with the main think roster. They <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. What do you mean, main roster? There's only one part. Sorry. One th- sorry. The male roster. So, like, the male roster has more people in I it. I don't. I don't know, man. We should make a bet. We really should make a bet on like within the next two years, will there be a heel authority figure? Will one of the will the elite ever consider or at least tease a heel authority figure storyline? Of course they'll tease it, dude. That's that's for damn sure. Of course they're gonna tease it, but will they actually do it? Well, no, I don't know. Let's get let's continue though. Brandon Cutler versus Sean Spears and Zaguri Kamaguri <sighs> from Cutler. Spears throws Cutler into the barricades. Outside action. Flair chops from Spears. Hope spot kicks from Cutler. Death Valley driver from Spears pin and win. How for many squash flare ma- chops? Eh, probably like five. Hmm. Um, for a squash match, I thought it was pretty all right. Like Peter Avalon. Um, we all know he's gonna lose, but at least he looks all right doing so. Wait, Peter Avalon? Yeah. Peter. Oh, I'm sorry. Not Peter Brandon Avalon. Cutler. Brandon Cutler. Yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. why. <laughs> because they're kind of the same. Peter awesome. Avalon's coming back to the Bay Area for like a hood slam show. Yeah, good for him. Yeah. It's going to be the librarian. Yeah, librarian versus Richard Schneery, the local librarian. Well, you know, got to run with it, I guess. There you go. Uh, build up video for Moxley on Omega. Recaps Moxley's history of hardcore matches. There's footage of Moxley. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. There's footage of Moxley waking up from a hospital bed, forcefully removing his IV drip and angrily refusing help from like the nurses. And I thought this looked so fake and silly. Sir, stop like, it. This, like, no, yeah, stop it's it. like, nah, give me. <laughs> Fuck you, nurse. Yeah. Um, but this was. Respect did, the nurse. Did you watch the, the, the countdown of Full Gear? Like, no. it's a 30 minute video. No, I did not. Recapping everything. And I got to say, that has done. That has did a better job building up Omega and Moxley way better than what they've been doing for the past three weeks. Yeah. And granted, that Moxley promo last week was something you just could tell Moxley wanted to do for a very long time. Yeah, yeah. And I thought that was great. But yeah. At 6.35, the main event begins. They are not messing around with the time formatting this week. Kenny Omega and Hangman Adam Page versus Sammy Guevara and Chris Jericho. I think we know when it's going to go to a draw when there's like 12 fucking minutes left. Or if there's 35 minutes left. Or they could just, you know, win in time. Kenny needs Coda sign on the hard cam. Sammy Guevara live logs his own entrance and they screen mirror his phone and predictably so, it looks like fucking shit. Jericho enters with Jack Hager. Oh my and oh my god, they this is when they plug Chris Jericho is on inside the NBA studio tomorrow, and I'm here for it. It's probably gonna go on right now, actually. Yeah, nice. Wonder what that's gonna be. Well, say WWE superstar Chris Jericho. Oh, Chris, Charles, I want to see what Charles Barkley's take on everything is. Now listen, Chris Jericho. Don't even try. <laughs> no. You got a good one. Chris. They tease Omega and Jericho to open, but Jericho does his tag to Sammy before he starts. He does this all the time. Omega and Sammy to start. Wrist locks, chain wrestling, and slaps. Tags to Hangman to Cowboy Shit Chance. Sammy tags to Page, middle rope dropkick. As Sammy asks Jericho to watch his suplex to Page, Page reverses it. You can't escape from Omega to Sammy. Step up in Zaguri from Sammy. Omega reverses the springboard from Sammy with a dropkick. Terminator Tope stopped by Jericho. Omega fends him off. Tries again. Hager stops him as the ref looks outside. And I just realized at this point, Omega's just gonna chop Sammy Guevara for the rest of the night. He did this so many times. Yeah. It's like it's it's either just a rib on Sammy Guevara or a nod to Ric Flair. There Probably were fucking, both. There were hard chops all night on both shows. True. I mean, hey, and I'll Flair get there country. when I talk about NXT. 
Hot Tag to Hangman, High Boot to Guevara, Fallaway Slam to Jericho, Lariats, Cowboy Shit, Terminator Tope, Arihara Moonsault to Jericho and Guevara from both Page and Omega. And then lo and behold, Pac interferes and kicks Hangman, yeah. Adam Page, and the horse dick. Um, Judas, Fe- oh, also rest in peace, Hunter Horse Helmsley. And, and, and by the way, I got some horse dick to talk about later. Pac interferes and kicks Hangman and Page in the nuts. Judas effect Page for the pin and win. Post-match beatdown. Uh, MJF comes in with a chair and hits Hager and Jericho. Moxley comes in with a barbed wire bat and Omega gets a broom. A lot going on. All out war. Uh, Proud and powerful beat up Mox and Omega and then the Young Bucks appear. Moxley paradigm shifts somebody on the floor. I don't know who. Um, Nick Jackson moonsaults everyone from the top stage to the outside. And then William Regal comes out and yells, Wall Games! Oh my god. No, that didn't really happen. Can you make I have a real, I have a really easy solution to this. War War games. games. No, but um, that's not going to happen. But well, actually, Cody Rhodes he kind of did tease that in the promo. Match beyond the match beyond, which is instead of war, which is which is another phrase for war games that WWE does not own. But they Dusty would call it the match beyond. Listen, baby. So they have been war games. It's a match beyond war games. I mean, it's just that's what he would say. That's what he would say. But um, yeah. He kind of did tease that, but so... Yeah. An absolute fever pitch of a closing angle. I thought it brought all the key players into the fold to a hot crowd and without sounding like a sales pitch. Kind of got me excited for a wrestling pay-per-view in years. There you go. Do you want to... And uh, that was the go-home show for AEW Dynamite. You want to talk about Dynamite full, uh, full gear right now? Yeah, you want to just go through the card? Yeah, I got the card right here. Okay. Uh, kicks off... We'll get... Um, yeah, I'll, I'll talk about it after We'll that. keep it quick and dirty. Uh, kicks off with Bia Priestley versus Britt Baker. Pre-show. Uh, I think Bia Priestley should win this. I I agree with you. I don't think uh, it's Britt Baker's time. And I like I said... And I, I, think, and I feel like these past weeks have been proven... Like, you know, she's been having pretty cold matches as of late. And she's not getting as over as people, as the, as people would hope that she is. He'll turn. She has... I don't, but then she's a dentist. That's dude. not, but then that's not dentists are natural. I feel heels. like that should just never, that should just never be, that should always just be kind of a last resort. I'm sorry. Like there, there are heel turns that greatly benefit uh, performers, but it, I don't think ever, it works on everybody. Yeah. No, and we'll get there with NXT, but oh, yeah. Um, and then I'll go through the rest of the car. Let's see. Joey Janela versus Sean Spears. I, I think, I think be, I think the, the women's match of Bea Priestley and Britt Baker should swap places with the, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I agree with you on that one. Um, uh, you know, chair. A chair is going to be used. I think that damn Tolly is going to be used somehow. He's going to be the chair. Damn Tolly. Uh, well, I'm going Sean Spears. Uh, SCU versus Private Party versus Lucha Bros. I think. Now, what does that mean for Joey Janela then? Like, is he really just going to be the fall guy for quite some time? Has he been the fall guy the entire time? He's been the fall guy for every match. Oh, then so he far. needs. Then he needs to win. Then. Then he needs to win. I'm, then what I'm, does that mean for Sean Spears? Uh, I, I don't know. He's about to challenge for the APW World Heavyweight or the Universal title next week. Well, so. then good for him. And, and Jake Atlas is the champion. So I wonder how that's going to ha- go. You seem very mad about that. I just I love Jake Atlas as the champion. You don't want to you don't want to see him go. I, well, it's, this is pretty much him retiring. Well, pretty much when you sign to WWE, <laughs> it's pretty you're, much you're really just cashing in uh, the triple threat tag match. What do you think? Uh, um, it SC. should be a good match. Yes. You know, SC, I think SCU retains. Uh, I think they need to retain. Yeah, the, you can't have you can't so have your first like title defense. You know, be a hot swap. It would be crazy though if um, 
Uh, though, I mean, I could see Private Party winning somehow when Lucha Brothers and SCU kind of take each other out. Yeah. It's kind of, yeah. It should be a good match. Uh, Riho versus Emi Sakura. I'm that should be a good match, mostly just because those ladies have been wrestling each other for years. Emi Sakura 13 has, years, right? Yeah, they you know they kind of hammer the point like the, the trainer versus the trainee yeah, kind of uh, thing. So it should be good. And Emi Sakura I hope is Freddie Mercury. I hope. I hope they um yeah I I hope it's gonna be better than that Sheeta match you know that was kind of a disappointing I one. don't like the Freddie Mercury gimmick I don't think I, a lot of people do I think it's super dated it, uh, she and I know she comes out with the mustache it's kind of just but it's, I'm, it's very like huh yeah Freddie was like it's I think you were like it's Freddie Mercury I'm like oh yeah I kind of see it yeah now I kind of see it it's but just too silly especially when is. she's a heel um Adam Page versus Pack Adam, Adam Page I uh, you know Pack just suffered his first loss. But the thing is, I feel like Pac should get more of a buildup because... But Hangman Page like is the thing. But then I think Pac has, is, is a much more complete performer than Hangman Adam Page. It is kind of a toss-up because you do want Adam Page to get his win back or, or any win of significance or else he's he going to... Yeah. Well, because uh, you're just going to run the gamut of just... Falling you're going to run the risk of him not getting over because he's just a dude who loses. And falling into obscurity. But then what else But then what else does this mean for a Pac, Pac loss? Because I feel like that dude should... Honestly, he should be in the title content, like title picture. I think he might have something with John Moxley after this. I mean, that's kind of what. Yeah, yeah. You could, it's that's definitely been teased. But then, what? Like, <sighs> it's okay. Let's say, let's spill this over to our next. I mean, let's spill this over into our next match, which is Moxley and Omega. Do you think well, that's the, that's the main event? But yeah, because it's lights out and everything. Yeah. But then I'll just non sanctioned. We, we, we could just out. talk about this now. But then, I don't. Ag- I don't like the fact that this is a lights out match. I think it should. Oh. This is their first meet. Like this should. Be, this should have been something like their second meeting. And apparent. And I think. And I think that's why they're going straight to the lights out match because the all out match was probably supposed to be the regular ass match, and then full gear would be. Oh yeah, yeah. The lights out match. Yeah, I yeah. just don't think. I'm not as intrigued by it because it. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter. It's just going to be. Uh, it's going to be an all out brawl. It's going to be a great. It's going to be like a, a violent sort of affair. Yeah, but yeah. then Moxley. I, that, that my main problem with that Moxley promo was that he is right. At the end of the day, it's just not going to matter. Well, I think that um, you know, I think they're trying to prove that there can be a face versus a good face versus face match because John Moxley, like it or not, we'll try to prove that with a regular match than a instead of just a hardcore match. Eh. Yeah, I would rather much. But, I would but, much rather prefer a, a, a regular match of Moxley and Omega because, like, you kind of uh, well, a it's not really my style, my preferred style of wrestling. Yeah, I'm just I'm more than happy to admit that. But also, it's just I just think it would just end up being a better match anyway because I think it plays to the strengths of Kenny Omega, and when it, when you play to the strengths of Kenny Omega, you're gonna get a fucking great match. Yeah, I'm more likely to get a better match out of a regular uh, out of a regular stipulation than just a lights out. So I am kind of disappointed that at the end of the day, Kenny is just not gonna. I I can uh, whatever it can go either either Kenny way o- with this. Kenny Omega has proved himself though to be that wrestler to to be he can go has in. Has he though? I mean, he had yeah, one he, match what, what? against Joey Jen. I'm no, saying his the wrestler, career. His no, career. but the re- but then I thought you were saying wrestling the match, wrestling the hardcore style match oh, in no. Moxley's terms. No, like, no, he only had that one match with Joey. No, Jen no, no, I'm saying he's proved himself as a wrestler. Period. That he's a fucking one of the best wrestlers in the world. Probably of yeah, all. There's no argument. One of that. them of all time. So the fact that he doesn't need to prove anything by being in a regular match, they want to showcase a different side of him. They want to make him get a little bit more hardcore. They want people who watch the Attitude Era to get into I just, this. I just people think- like me, who I fucking love Joey Janela. I love uh, Jimmy Havoc. I love you know Marco Stunt. I love all these guys because it's like hardcore matches are my one of my favorite matches. 
You know, I love it. I know. And I, know. I, I don't I like know. the over excessive good. use of weapons, but um, to no, yeah, a little no, it bit brings, of... It brings a little excitement unheard of in a... In a in, yeah, you know, exactly. I know. I just Cracker think, barrel matches. Jesus Christ. Then just don't do it with Kenny Omega. I think. Separate you know? but not equal is not equal, okay? But... Yeah, the, I'm not a big fan of stipulation. I, it's going to be a great match. Uh, so, but then it, oh, at the end, I just don't know. I I don't necessarily care who wins or loses because it's not in the record books. Young Bucks versus you're going to get you're going to get a. But then what I was what I was the reason why I brought that match up so early is that I think I think Pack should win his match against the Hangman Adam Page, and I think Moxley should. If there should be a winner, it should be Moxley, and just have Moxley and Pack have a program together. Yeah. And make that a number one contendership. Yeah, well, you're right because that was the original plan, right? Yeah, and I didn't they say Saturday like or like the week of television, Cody or Tony? They said we're going to have our top five presented at like at a show or something. And I haven't heard nothing from that lately. That's probably going to be at full year or before full year. Yeah, all right. I'm, I don't know. I mean, that's and then Jr. Guess. in the broadcast, he said like this is we're entering our postseason. Everybody should just step their game up. Okay, so does that mean each pay per view is considered a final? You know? uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of stuff to work out with AEW. You know, like and and you know, I feel like as, as being brought up as this alternative competitor to WWE. Of course, you're just gonna put yourself into a microscope in this. And I know I'm I'm sounding like real critical about it. It's just it's it's something to work on. You know. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's definitely, a lot of stuff to work on. Uh, Bucks versus the was it the Pride and the Powerful. They call themselves Power, proud and powerful. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think Bucks has to win this match. I, I feel like they need to win this match. Yeah, but but I I think I think uh, proud and Santana, powerful. I think Santana and Ortiz. I think are, they're going to be just fine with this loss as long as they're attached to. They haven't had a match though. Yeah, but then I feel like they they'll be just as fine. They'll be in the same positions they are in, win or lose against the Bucks, as long as they're attached to Inner Circle. They're just going to be those guys for Chris Jericho for like for that group or Jack. It just, it just seems like they're lackeys. Then it doesn't seem like they're legit tag team competitors if they don't win. Like and it's, that's, but, but I know. You, I, I agree with the whole thing about the Bucks and they lost their first match in the tag tournament or not their first match, but they lost that match in the tag tournament on TV and it made them not look that great. A lot of people I feel were very like you critical. Can just do that for P, uh, for them down the line. It just seems a lot more urgent for the Bucks to go over because they've lost so many times. Uh, I know I'm going to go LA or pride and power. Proud I'm going to, I have to go with the Bucks. Right. They need, they need to win this. And I, it's really, really just kind of running out with me. My faith is just kind of running out with the Bucks. They need this. And then um, the last match of the night, uh, well, uh, Chris Jericho versus Cody, AEW world title. I think So the, I think they painted themselves into a corner as soon as they introduced the stipulation, honestly. Like I th- and I feel, and we said this earlier, like, okay, like, Jer- like Cody Rhodes, there's no doubt in my mind that dude's challenging for that title again if he doesn't win this. Yeah. So what are you doing by just, well, but then if you, if you run that back, if you run that stipulation back, what does that mean for the audience? You know, what does that mean for you, co- for the company communicating to the audience? It just makes them look bad by running, just not doing good on their stipulations. Yeah. But at the same time, okay. I said this earlier, if Cody Rhodes come one day comes out and says, I don't care. I'm president. I said this earlier. I, just, I can give myself the title shot if I want to. I understand that the fans would be like, what? That's bullshit. You said, but it's, it's wrestling. That's how you're going to draw heat. Like, okay. Oh, that's exactly what no, no, no. the, the, the world McMahon, needs right no, now. No, but sometimes wrestling shows do need heat. Sometimes. Uh, no, not even sometimes. Every wrestling show Are you show telling me Chris Jericho doesn't get heat? Uh, 
not as much as that can in the future. I think they're going to build up. I think they're going to build Cody to a heel eventually. This is just a very, the very first. Honestly, I don't think, I don't see that happening within the next like, you played three Kerplunk, to four right? years. Dude. Ker- you like, played the game I think, Kerplunk. I think Cody, uh, yes, but I think Cody has positioned himself as this guy. Like you have like, he's positioned himself as this guy. As the crea- pretty much the creator of AEW. I know he didn't make it alone, but he is the face. I mean, like that guy is the face of that company. Yeah. Like bar none. He's their biggest baby face, and he had put himself into position. He, he gives himself the Ric Flair treatment. He's doing stuff what Japan like the Japanese promoters d- like did in them like in the like the mid nineties, the early nineties, where yeah, he's yeah. like, if I'm not going over, I'm going off to do going my going under. Yeah. Not going over, I'm going under. And so I think this is you think it's Cody's time to shine? I would put honestly, like it wouldn't be the worst decision. I know it's it would be it'd be uh, it's it's factual that it'd be too early to take the title off Jericho. Yeah, yeah. But then I think if Cody wins th- this match, a it would have to be a very for a very long run. Yes. But B, it, you. It would, I think it's just too early to, for Jericho to drop the title. I just don't think they never should have introduced the stipulation in the first place. I can place. definitely see Cody Rhodes winning. I definitely can, just on the fact that... That place is going to explode if when, he does. When Jericho won, it wasn't something that they're like, we're going to build Jericho as this fucking great champion. We're going to build him up as the very f- like the first inaugural fucking AEW champion. It was more of like, oh my God, this heel won the title. You're, that fucking sucks. You're more likely to get better matches out of a Cody Rhodes... You're better, You're probably going to get better main event matches out of a Cody Rhodes title reign than there would be with a Chris Jericho title yeah, reign. Yeah. That's just that's just facts. Yeah. But then, and, but then you have to consider the level of excitement and like the idea of Chris Jericho you know, driving the car... Dri- like pretty much just steering the wheel when it comes to your main event scene. And that dude has like... That dude has been like knocking it out of the park week after week and after how week. Long Do you are you are people willing? Uh, is the company really willing to let that go? Jericho could still knock it out of the park every week with comedy bits and everything. He doesn't need. But to then it fur- it's further strengthened the fact that he is that main event. You know? Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. He's that top program. The only question I have is that um, is about January fourth, Wrestle Kingdom. He's wrestling uh, Hiroshi. Well, no, no, no. Before that, no. Before that, do you see this going to the judges? Oh fuck! Yeah, I don't think so. Oh really? I, no, they just want to pop. They're not. They. I feel like they just again. This is just like the. I just, it's just like the TV time rule with Pac and uh, and uh, Moxley. Uh, they just want to establish. They want to establish that rule. Yeah. But they're not going sixty. They just want to get three legends out. Oh there no, you're right. You're right. They're not going sixty. They're definitely not going sixty. Yeah. I don't think. I can't. I can't say that. I was gonna say I don't think Jericho's stamina. I don't know. I don't know if Jericho's stamina. Like they're not gonna do years. it, but then they're gonna do it at like sometime. Yeah, in some time. Yeah. Um, so you're you're going Cody on this? I'm gonna have to go with Jericho on this. I want Cody, but it's going to be Jericho. I mean, I always want Cody to win. I was fucking rooting for Cody when he was facing Kazu- Kazuchika Okada. Kazuchika. In La- tomato, tomato. Um, in that's L.A. That's true. Uh, in L.A. Uh, when he was facing for the IWGP, I was the only buddy in the crowd going, Cody, Cody, boo, you fucking suck, dude, boo. It's gonna. It's, you, it's gonna. It, I'll say this. It's gonna sting. Well, st- sting will probably be a judge there. No, um, he's gonna be stung. I'm not gonna feel good paying fifty dollars for this event. What the idea of paying fifty dollars for wrestling is still in 2019 is still just kind of a foreign concept hey, to me now. You're I know you do. I know you do every time we do these meetups. Oh and I th- yeah. And thank you so much. I buy all the pay per views. But then it's. 
I I feel like they. I don't think I don't think this should be like the, I I don't think this should go on. I feel like I I would rather pay twenty dollars for a pay per view every two months than I would fifty every four months. Yeah. But yeah. then you know there's money to be made I guess. Yeah. And people don't want to pay eighty dollars for. I'm, sh- I'm sure it's something to do with licensing, dude. Like something to do with pay per view buys. Isn't WWE still like fifty bucks on the um, it's on, on Comcast dude, it's sixty? Yeah, exactly. So that's the thing. They, but, those but, still, but you can get the network. Zero people. I mean, like it's not like zero people. No, nobody buys those. There's still a number, and that's just free money for them. And it's crazy because you can get the network for ten bucks a month and fucking and New watch Japan for 10 six bucks months, month. <laughs> and you know what I mean. Yeah, six months worth of pay per view. So really, I don't know. I don't know what the end game for AEW is in regards to pay-per-views. Like, are they just going to have? Are they just going to have their own network? Is they're just going to have? They I think eventually the they're going to have to. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like, you, and then you have that whole question about NXT competing with those. Like, what would you rather watch the NXT takeover or the AEW pay? Like, you don't have pay-per-view. to choose. You can kind of do have to choose if they're going on at the same time. Well, you have to choose what you're watching first. Yes, but you can always go back and watch Takeover. You can always go back. But and then watch you would AEW. always you would have to bank on the first like on the first purchase. That would be the one that people would always want to compete for. Yeah, those companies. Well, what's going to be cheaper to watch right now? Takeover. Or- takeover. No. One thousand percent, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I, honestly, though, like if anything, by the end 500%. of this year, I start questioning the fact that why do I still have the WWE network? If NXT is on, because really the NXT was really the driving force of why I would keep this. Network. Oh, I don't have cable, so uh, yeah. And now, like, but I'm just, you're right. I've, I've had. I'm really questioning. Like, I know they're gonna they're they're introducing the tiered services and adding more stuff to it. I just don't think I don't have time to watch more stuff. That's true. That's true. I like I can't watch Evolve. Like that's ridiculous. Like, and I know people. Like, you can pick and choose. No, I fucking can't. I do a podcast. Listen, then just right? don't do a podcast. Let's just stop doing this right now, <laughs> dude. Do you know how much fucking time would be freed of my schedule? Oh, uh, don't don't get me started, man. What the shame is it? Yeah. So. Um, real quick question: Chris Jericho had a guest on his podcast this week. Donald Trump Jr. What do you think of that? Is uh, it, it hasn't uh, even uh, come out yet. <laughs> uh, but no, but what everyone's freaking out of just the picture. What did you when you saw that picture? Is anyone really surprised? This guy gets conspiracy theories, like the worst type of conspiracy theorists on his show all the time. Jericho, yeah. But are, are you gonna? Are do you? Are you one of the people that stood up and go, "I'm canceling Jericho right now. I don't. I fucking don't like this guy anymore." This guy has a podcast. You know, as as, as would you turn? Would you turn it down? As much as I fucking hate Trump, probably not. Like I would, I would really goes to show, man. I would let the guy it's just capitalism. Just to, just to talk, you know. Honestly, I would say no. <laughs> I would say no, just because that's just too much work. I don't want to talk to that guy. <laughs> but yeah. think of the traffic. Yeah, exactly. Think of the that, traffic. The think thing. of like You're drawing so many eyes to the product of Jericho's. And I know Jericho has podcast is very. Honestly, prominent. it really depends on what nature of the conversation is. I want to hear it because, like, if 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 I mean Jericho, like he's he is not a guy I would I would go to for political for political discourse at all. Yeah, you know, considering his previous guests, but then this is Donald Trump Jr. Like this is he's fairly important. He, Fairly, not he's not fucking, not the most important. He's. I saw an interview with him on uh, Sam Roberts. He fucking sucks. Oh wait, does, interview with yeah Donald Trump Jr. did an interview yeah, with not Sam. It was Sam. Yeah, Sam Roberts. This guy seems sly as fuck and also dangerous as fuck because he seems likable. There were parts when I was watching and I was like, "You fucker!" Like I, I agree with that statement that everyone's on cancel culture. You bastard. It's true. A lot of people are on cancel culture this day and age. Oh, um, I mean, we don't have to go on with this, but but no, I'm just saying. Like, 
He's a fucking asshole. Be careful. I don't condemn Chris Jericho for. He's kind of saying on. the same things Obama's saying when it comes to call out. He doesn't really say cancel culture, but he says call out culture. Where like you know, not everything has to be this black and white kind of thing, which I kind of do agree with. Yeah. You know, we all say said some real dumb shit. But it has to. But it, you know, it does have to be either gold or yellow. Let's continue to NXT, the yellow and black brand. What did you think of the poppy entrance last week? Uh, I don't remember it. It was one of the best things on television ever. Uh, I love I Poppy, it. though. She's yeah. great. Yeah. Um, we kicked off with uh, NXT this week with shocking footage earlier tonight of the OC beating up the U. Orange Cassidy? <laughs> no. Oh, those kicks, breaking news. Man. Breaking news. What? Isaiah Cassidy and Orange Cassidy are not related. Isaiah Cassidy's supposed well, to be thank K. God. Um, it kicks off. NXT kicks off with footage of the OC beating down on the Undisputed Era backstage. Um Mario Ronaldo is just talking. Oh, this happened earlier. You saw it on social media. No, I didn't. Uh, then the OC walk in through the crowd. I was a little bummed because I, you know, I like hearing when music pops um, and people come out. But it does give that invasion angle a little bit more by having them come through the crowd. They bought a ticket to get here. Now they're hopping the rails. Uh, AC, AJ uh, says the OC is taking over NXT and it's not phenomenal. That's undisputed out comes uh tomaso champa and welcomes the oc to the main roster he says you know everyone's been asking uh, tomaso champa when are you going to the main roster and literally everyone in the crowd is like Ugh. yeah there was this kind of like this hum like oh, no. and then he looks at uh it's the idea a- of tomaso champa in the main roster. i mean we kind of did see that last friday with a match against the miz which because i thought he, was oh that was a match we were all fucking waiting to see for years right like they said on the promo. It was okay. Well, th- no. It wasn't as bad as people. Just before the match, they were me. like, people have been asking for years what it's like for the Miz and Champa to go one on one. I'm like, uh, okay, sure. I mean, <laughs> it was like a random battle on Wondering, I'll, I'll, I'll have you, one, I'll have you at that. It's, I'll, I'm, I'll, I wonder what that match is going to look like. It's not exactly something I'm excited for. Um, he, like, then the NXT, uh, he says NXT is his show and it's Daddy's home. He says if you want to, he says if you want to take out the undisputed era, that's fine by me. But y'all standing in my ring talking about taking over, then we have a problem. AJ says there's only one of you, and I guess you're the only one with the balls enough, with balls enough, balls big enough to come up here and step up. And lo and behold, Tommaso Ciampa's balls showed up. Just dropped out uh, of each side of him because Matt Riddle and uh, Keith Lee come out. Those are some weird colored looking balls. Yeah. <laughs> He comes out, uh, they come out, and I'm having a little problem because Keith Lee and Matt Riddle have taken such a back seat. Like, they're just like goons right now. And I I, mean, I know they're face goons, like they're on the the good side. But like, even Matt Riddle has so much potential that he's just smiling in the background. Yeah. I'll give you this. (laughs) I think, I think Keith Lee has, has a good reason why he's involved in such the, in these sort of brawls because. You know his match against Dijakovic. His match against Dijakovic was interrupted by Undisputed Era and oh, all this wow. other stuff. No, there's so a storyline. There's yes. a storyline for it makes sense for Keith Lee and and Matt Riddle. I whatever gets whatever gets him on the card, honestly, because yeah. that I think we'll get there, man. Um, then uh, they come out and um, Trumpa challenges them to a six man tag match later tonight, and AJ accepts. Should be great. Yeah. Uh, then we have Pete Dunn versus Damian Priest. Uh, back and forth between the two men. What the fuck? 
Pete Dunne slaps Priest with the hardest chops I've ever heard. This is what it is, man. British strong style. British strong style. It was like I thought it was. It sounded harder than a Walter chop, and I've seen Walter chops live. Uh, this match is a highlight reel because uh, you don't see um, you don't see what's going on because there's so many goddamn commercial breaks, dude. Yeah, which is like I, I was like I was halfway. I was actually kind of halfway. I was too busy refining my AEW review, it, just really paying attention. They're outside the ring. We'll be right back. And I did notice sudden, there was a lot of commercials. Um. Dunn then uh, has Priest hands ready to break his fingers, but Priest pulls Dunn uh, back into the ref. Priest goes for a low blow. Dunn catches the kick and gives Priest a low blow of himself. Uh, snap finger arm bar to Priest and submission victory for uh, Pete Dunn. After the match, Killian Dane appears and goes after Dunn. Priest pulls him back and the three men uh, kind of just start brawling out of nowhere. So this will be a, probably a can, match. Can I? Yeah. yeah, go ahead. No, finish that. Uh, this will probably that. be a match either for the week after NXT TakeOver or one of the uh, other matches. What were you going to say? Do you follow Trevor Dame on Twitter? Who? Some dude, so he kind of caught he uh, he put he kind of put something in the observer in quotes, but I feel like I need to bring this yeah, up. Yeah, go for it. When Kenny Omega went to Japan for the DDT show, he was stopped. He was stopped going into the country. It's the third time this has happened since he left New Japan. Something happened where there was an attempt to get him banned from going to Japan for ten years. Whoa. What the fuck did Kenny do to piss off New Japan so badly? I mean, besides leaving. Well, he took Trent. That's true. Trent? Trent. Trent? Trent? Yeah. Um, I'm surprised. But that was, kind of, of, yeah. that was something that I remember that uh, didn't Trent, well, he kind of had plans with New Japan going forward, and uh, he left to go to AEW, and weren't they a little pit, pissed off by that? And I know there's probably more with just starting the company of AEW. Um, I just everybody. That was weird. I needed to bring that up. Yeah, no. To to we need to research. We need to look into that. Um, can you uh, contact your source on that? And uh, Yeah. yeah. Um, let's see back to, uh, oh yeah. Killian Dane, um, Damien Priest, uh, Pete Dunn, they all beat each other up and they're probably gonna have a match eventually. Triple threat, which I, I mean, I guess it's, it's, I don't know. It's, it's kind of confusing. It's I thought the theme of the week, I honestly thought this was kind of become a face turn for Damien Priest. Like, Oh, you know, we had a 50 50. I respect what you did. Well, not necessarily, even though my balls hurt. <laughs> I hate Damien Priest, dude. I just don't, I don't, I don't think I don't he's hate, bad. I don't like his character. Honestly, he could be worse. He could be Baron Corbin in the ring. Like if, if you were to, I would rather have Damien Priest get the Baron Corbin push than Baron Corbin. Can I say something? I think, I think Damien Priest is an all right performer. Can I say him? Can I say him please? Thank you. I say him. Um, <laughs> I liked Baron Corbin in NXT. I fucking loved Baron Corbin in NXT. I don't know, man. I thought he was great in NXT. It's because he had hair. <laughs> Probably. Um, but he was he was good, and he wasn't the best wrestler, but I liked him. I liked his character. I liked when he came out to the music, the lights going down. He, he came out fist pumping, pump, punching the air. And now he's just like a fucking bar back. Well, he's not in NXT anymore. So. He had some hipster bar. I know. Uh, Dakota Kai being interviewed by Kathy Kelly. Um, she, uh, Kathy Kelly asks her, she goes, uh, Shayna Baszler says, you are a waste of a pick um, for the war- women's war game match. What do you want to prove to her tonight? Um, that I wasn't a waste of a pick, Charlie. What the fuck? Why, why are you asking me such a dumb fucking question? I don't know. It's sometimes. It's WWE. I know. Answers. I know. I know. I know. Just funny to me. And then we have Tainara, who uh, the online WWE.com haven't got the memo that her name's not Tainara Conchi anymore because they keep putting it in there week after week after week after week after week. Versus the, it's, debu- the le- it's the least of her problems right now. Versus the debuting Santana Garrett, um, who Santana Garrett is. Um, she's been a lifelong wrestling fan. Uh, she's wrestling in WoW, other promotions. Um, 
she looked strong in her debut, but it wasn't that great of a freaking match at all. Like it was pretty botchy to say the least. Um, Brazilian kick to, to say the, yeah to say the yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> Brazilian yeah. kick to Santana Garrett. Tainara gets the pin. There one. there were numerous moments when Tainara was just not properly positioned for like every other move going what Santana Garrett was giving her and just it just looked so awkward well, and slow. This was I think this is a <coughs> common case of. A, a WWE trained wrestler, Tainara, versus someone who was trained in the indies and, and came up on their own, you know? Like, Santana Garrett has busted her teeth on the independent scene for years. And Tainara, I don't recall her wrestling in independent before this. Then we move on to, um, let's see, move on to Shayna Baszler versus the captain of Team Kick. Oh, at least she's fucking a part of some team, uh, Dakota Kai. Um, the you know, Kai is showing some grit, but uh, like I said, why is she the captain of Team Kick? I know it's asked every fucking week when she does no kicks in the match. Please, can you? Like it was constant punching. Because she wants to reserve the kicks. It's so powerful. You can't just spam them. You gotta can make them count. Okay. okay. You know you gotta you gotta spam the light button before you go strong. You gotta you mash tri- uh, square a bunch of times and then go for triangle. You're right. You gotta like all the girls' pictures on her Instagram before you go. Suck. That's exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, Kai eventually escapes the Kirafuda clutch, uh, runs the ropes, gets caught another clutch, submission victory, and the win. So I guess Shayna was right. I guess Dakota Kai uh, just was a waste of a pick. So I don't know. We'll see how that goes. Uh, after the match, though, the horsewomen come down, beat on Kai, then come out Ripley, Baze, or Belair, Candice LeRae, Tegan Knox. They all join in. They all fight. Everyone brawls. It's fuck like it's every show this week. There's been a brawl. I'll say this though, like combined with Monday, no, combined with uh, the SmackDown and Raw, and yeah. this match, I think this is the best Shayna Baszler has looked in a very long time. Yeah, Shayna Baszler. You know her 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 sit down interview with Becky Lynch. I thought was really good. Yeah. Um, oh, that was pretty. It, cool. it it like it it really just showcased how ready she actually really is. And granted, I still feel like she is most easily fuck upable out of every single, out of every single person in the NXT roster. I mean, everybody can get fucked up. Okay. Here's the the thing about Shayna Baszler is that I think she's triple H's like project. I think that's his girl. Really? You're telling me that the lady who has been fucking running through the entire women's division, I don't think he's going to let her get fucked up on the main roster. I honestly, up. yeah. Here's some, here's some white claws, lady. Did you know Bud Light's coming out with their own seltzer? Oh, great. Of course, <laughs> it's what the world needed. Um, so leads to the white word. claws. All right, <laughs> I, 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 I fucking love white claw. Kathy Kelly in backstage with uh, Champa, Riddle, and Lee asking Champa who the fourth man is in their war games match. I guess it's gonna be a mystery. Probably not. It's gonna be fucking Gargano, dude. It's got to be Gargano. No, it's not gonna be Gargano. It's gonna be Dijakovic. Oh, you think so? Yeah, Gargano's wrestling a match against Finn Balor. It's is it set? It's pretty much set. I mean, come on. I mean, come on. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I no, mean, NXT, out of everybody, NXT is most clear of what their cards are looking like. There's just so and much I going think it's, on. It's a, game, it's a fucking lock that Balor and Gargano are going to, you know, are going to lock Well, up. yeah, I know it's going to happen eventually. I just didn't know it was. It's, happen- it's happening, dude. Okay. Um, let's see. War Games 2019. Um so I I don't know I still think it's gonna be Gargano just for this because there's so many storylines going on right it's now it's not don't... gonna be Gargano stop okay. that I'm I'm saying it's gonna be Gargano um yeah there's only two War Games matches announced right now um let's see and then we move on to Tony Nese versus Angel Garza I think it's Angel right it's Angel they that that's what I the thought... anna- that's what the announcers say that's what is said okay 
Angel Garza. Uh, Garza attempts to take off his pants at the beginning of the match, but uh, is stopped by Tony Nese because Tony Nese ain't got time for that shit. Um, one thing about Tony Nese, he has so much of that 205 Live stink on him. He needs, I don't, I don't. he needs to be a little like the fucking video. I'll the say counting the, the abs. I'll say this. The I'll, I'll say this. Like I, I agree with you with the two hundred five live stink. But then let's just say I consider this match the Febreze of this of of his stink. Like I uh, thought after I thought this match was excellent. Oh no no! I definitely. really really for some like for some maybe mostly because I was just more in a relaxed state after like just listening and analyzing what 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 happened in Dynamite. But then like watching that on my TV just it just felt a lit like a very refreshing to me. It was a great match. That's that's why I'm saying this. And I feel beginning. this about most times when I watch NXT. But Tony East comes out, his music hits, and he's just like, "How many reasons are I gonna give you?" And I does that's, that's a great gimmick. I think it's a great gimmick. I think I think it needs. He I looks think, great. I think he needs to stop that. I think uh, he just needs to go out and f- wrestle. Just go oh yeah, make him as plain as possible because clearly that was never a two hundred five lives problem. I think it was very much of like a, a WWE main roster creative that made this guy, and now he's this like I'm a big bodybuilder guy, but cruiserweight. I mean, regardless, I this was, regardless, these guys had a great match. There they was did. a really really great spot. I don't know if you're gonna say this, but I'll just say it anyway. Where they were gonna set, where um, Nice was setting up a power bomb from the top rope, the sunset flip power bomb. Yeah, yeah. sunset flip power bomb, and then he he lands as, it. As, no, as he tries, as he tries to grab Garza, he accidentally removes Garza's pants, which are the stripper pants, uh-huh. which you rip off, and then he just power bombs it. And Mauro Ronaldo says, oh, "I swear to God, I would, I would think I would never say this in a live broadcast, but Tony Nice just power bombed a pair of pants." That That's is true. I don't think Morrow ever was like, you know what? I'll never say on air. He's just sitting Tony in a room. Just, <laughs> he's sitting in, room, sitting in his room with a Casio. <laughs> you know what? You, you know, know what? what? You'll never say. <gasps> Tony Nese. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, we have a nice pump handle slam to Garza, followed by a kick out. 450 splash to Garza. Garza gets his foot on the ropes, but barely. And then we have a double underhook slam. They're calling it the wing clipper, I think, uh, to Nice, uh, the pin and the win. Uh, so Garza has a number one contendership for the NXT Cruiserweight title next week on NXT. After the match, Leo Rush comes out, and uh, like I said, he's not a great babyface. He's a horrible babyface. What? There's not. I just he is. He's a great wrestler. Listen, I don't think he's. I don't think he's a great babyface, but I don't think he's shown me any reasons why he's a horrible babyface. He comes out and he's like, "Congratulations! I want to shake your hand. Shake my hand. Do you want to shake my hand?" And then gets slapped for it. It just it came off so. I think. I think like, I feel like I think you're equa- I think you're equating this with the same thing as like a Kofi Kingston title reign where you're not willing to let a title reign breathe, you know. And I know like I, Kofi Kofi Kingston's title reign has been you know a little bit generic, but I, like I said, it was always gonna it was just gonna be on the cusp of something. And yeah. I feel like and I feel the same with Leo Rush. I think he just needs more matches under his belt to really just create any sense of credibility. He's to fine him. as champion. I just don't like him as a face. He'll probably end up being a heel in this, He's in this way, match. He, like he, he, he can talk shit well. He has co- more confidence and more swagger when he's a heel. And maybe that just comes with the territory of being a heel. You have to I have guess they just swagger. don't want him to be a heel because he'll just become an extension of <laughs> what, who they who people don't like about him. That's, you know, they just want him to be a babyface because that'll naturally just make him a babyface to the locker room. That's kind of just my theory. Maybe, yeah. It, it, yeah. I don't know, man. But it, to me, um, I think he should be a, a fucking heel. Uh, then we have Kathy Kelly with uh, Team Ripley backstage. Uh, Ripley then names Mia Yim. Oh, yeah, sorry. Mia Yim came out and helped the ladies earlier. Yeah, that's Kendo's pretty. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she, she, whacked the, she whacked the shit out of Jessamine Duke. Duke. Exactly. I felt her bad. Fucking, she hit her shin. 
of all places. An open, just open shin. That must have fucking hurt. Uh, Ripley names Mia the fourth member of Team Ripley, and then Ripley turns to Kai and says, Sorry, you didn't make the cut. Kai's turning heel, right? I hope not, but it's looking like but it. But it's looking like it. Like she's going to cut. Either she's going to be a mystery person on uh, Shayna's team. Isn't Is there a spot open on her? She's going to end up being on, on Shayna's team. Oh, no. Okay. So let's see. It's, uh, there's one more spot for Shayna Baszler. There is. There is. It's Shayna, EO, Bianca, and TBA. That's it's going to be, be. That's just going to be another like, likable be person Kai. that they're just going to turn heel. It's going to be Dakota Kai. Heel. Yeah. Whatever, dude. Yeah. I've given up <laughs> yeah. on that shit. Um, I mean, it could be interesting. It really could be interesting. It's, just, it's NXT. It could be. It can definitely be interesting. You know, Dakota Kai, more like Dakota Cry. Yeah. <laughs> and then Isaiah Swerve. Uh, no, I honestly, th- I was, I honestly felt crestfallen when I saw like Dakota Kai like leave the room because like, I get it. I, I get it. I get it. And then when she well, left, when and the she, entire audience was like, oh. When everyone, when uh, Ripley says, sorry, you didn't make the cut. I was like, like you, no, I was yeah. looking at her. I was like, how is she reacting? Because I remember Kofi a couple weeks ago, he's like, had this like very subtle. Like, There's reaction. no reason why Dakota Kai would disagree with this. Like, yeah, she lost the match. But she's pissed. She wants to be on the team. She wants to kick. I mean, what can you, what then like she could have, I don't know. <laughs> she has every reason. She has every reason to just not be resentful towards it because like what leverage does she have? She lost to Shayna Baszler and granted losing to Shayna Baszler just happens to, it happens to everybody at that point. Yeah. But uh, yeah, there's no argument for her at this point. And I, and I think I understand her, uh, her reaction isn't necessarily a, f- a heel turn more just like, you know, just fuck man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I, I, like I said, I think it's going to lead to a heel turn. Uh, then we have a uh, Dominic Dijakovic match versus Isaiah Swerve Scott. He changes music. Who Isaiah? Yeah, I fucking hate, I loved the old music. Oh, I, maybe maybe that's why. Maybe God damn it! Don't say anything anymore. That's it. <laughs> that's, that's See, that's how they shut down the podcast. Uh, they they put on Corey Graves and start uh, giving us exactly what we bit what we uh, like. Um, so Dijak takes control early. Uh, Swerve does show a lot of fight in this match, and uh, but Dijak just keeps it at a slow pace. Uh, Swerve hits uh, a spinning lariat. Why did Dijak sell this lariat like it was fucking Keith Lee knocking him down? Michael, did you see? Do you remember the spot? There was a, a spinning I'm, lariat. I'm, I'm thinking about it right now. There was a spinning lariat from Isaiah Swerve Scott to um, Dijakovic, and Dijakovic flips back and over like sells it like Shawn Michaels. Um, was it Shawn Michaels against uh, uh, was it Hogan? Oh, you mean he was just overselling it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just didn't, for me, it just didn't seem like, Swerve is so tiny. Let's be honest, I only paid attention to the finish of this this match. Uh, Swerve on the top rope, comes down, gets hit with a feast your eyes, uh, pin in the wind for a die jack. Uh, You know, like, listen, I'm not a big fan of beating Swerve, but then I'm also not a big fan of beating Dijakovic, and I think they they have more plans for Dijakovic than they do Swerve, so I'm not too pissed off about it, but then I do think... At the at uh, down the road, I think you got something with Swerve. Uh, they got something with Swerve right now, dude. They got Fans something. They're so behind him. I am like oh, I know. I, and I feel like that Swerve. And t-shirt. I feel like and I feel like as much as good as the roster is for NXT is right now, they still need to build up everybody. Yeah, honestly, they need to go all hands on deck because look who they're competing against. Oh yeah, no, definitely. So they just. They Isn't just, it funny? They just need to. They just need to build. build Isn't build, it funny build. how it's like a Fortnite in match. every fucking in all the shows: Raw, SmackDown, NXT, AEW. All the storylines are like warfare, uh, team warfare. You know this. This I think this it's group because I feel like group. because I also feel like it's an easy way 
to get to get as many people as over at the same time. At the same time, it's have, kind of it's and it's also the kind of the point. But it's it's funny because at the same time you have it's really WWE versus AEW. So but then you're getting wars within wars. There's a war within this company and, and a war within the the shows within the shows within the shows. Just shut up and kiss already. All right. Uh, then we have a Forgotten Sons video package, but I forgot about it. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> Uh, Mia Yim versus Io Shirai announced next week for a ladder match for a uh, War Games Advantage. That's going to be hot. Uh, it's going to be That's a gonna great be match. Uh, what do you think is dangling? A fucking contract? Uh, yeah, a briefcase. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, a, a, a toy replica of the War Game. It's going to be the bronze medal. <laughs> yeah. The, um, the private party themselves are going to be setting up things for them and then putting up the medals for them to grab. So. That's exactly what was going to happen. <laughs> Uh, then we have the OC versus Ciampa, Riddle, Main events. and Keith Lee. Um, everyone brawls to start off the match. So I've said I was going to talk about some horse dick, right? Matt Riddle comes out, I'm and his tights his tights are so fucking tight. I feel like this is what he's kind of going for, honestly. And, well, be- and then you notice how, like, his... He's his, big with his teenage lo- boys. His, his, stallion, his uh, logo is a stallion. So I just think that's funny, too. And then, like, he, his, he's giving a Batista run for his money. You know what? I definitely think so. Um, but his his his, his penis looks really all, big. That's all you're looking at. His uh, his banana hammock. I, it was hard not to when he his, came out. His riddle. Um, fist bumping everyone. OC isolating Champa. We have a jumping knee to and uh, to Anderson by Champa. Hot tag to Riddle. Riddle fucking cleans house. Exploders to both Anderson and AJ. I gotta say, man, when AJ and Riddle faced off, they had that little like f- like ten second. AJ looked 20- really weak. No, I, I thought I thought like when I was watching the 10 second like mad tag of uh, Riddle versus AJ, I just thought like you give these guys like 20 minutes, 15 minutes, they're going to blow the like they're going to fucking burn the house. They're going to burn it down pretty much. They're going to they're going to burn this barn. Like I just thought like I really just thought like these guys, these guys should wrestle more because yeah. I feel like a match between Riddle and AJ Styles would just be. Oh, I think Riddle should beat incredible. him for the United States title. Like a Survivor Series match, yeah, and then that's his way to the main roster. I would fucking, I would fucking hope so. That would be that would be an excellent match to make. I don't think, I don't think Matt Riddle. That's the thing, though. You have a War Games match before the the day before, the day right? Before, yeah. Like, do you want them to go through a War Games match and then a Survivor Series match? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a match at Survivor Series, unless you yeah. have them go like six minutes at. Survivor Are there going to be any Survivor Series matches like a, a five on five? It's not looking like it. It really isn't. Huh. But uh, it's, yeah. Um, when we I, have, and I also want to call out Jose saying Riddle isn't very good. Jose, I think we're getting trolled. I think he was trolled. What, what are you doing, Jose? He's okay, trying to get a rise to, out of you at midnight. What, what? I don't believe anything you guys say after like fucking 11 o'clock at night. I'm like, you guys You are disagree all, with Jose, right? Right. Uh, with Riddle? I think I Riddle's think, great. I think Riddle is probably what, like, if not, he's probably, he, they should build the company around that guy. Any, for any wrestler to walk up to me and go, Dude, they got peas here. Fucking right on, and then walk away. I'm exactly. Like, You're awesome. It's just dude. that, but then, awesome. you, but I also don't want him on the main roster. He's, he's, he's a great wrestler. Because that dude is that dude is totally gonna get RVD to oblivion. Yeah. Um, and then let's say, see, uh, Brainbuster to Riddle. Uh, wait, no, no. Uh, sorry, Bro to sleep to AJ. Uh, Gallus breaks up the count. Uh, Brainbuster to Riddle, I believe by. Uh, Did you just say Gallus bro- breaks the count. Gallows. Is that what they were doing. Gallows breaks the count, and then we have uh, Keith. Getting in the ring, we hit uh, hits AJ with a huge pounce, also knocking down the referee um, in the same 
uh, pounce. Uh, we have a botchy suicide dive to everyone by Matt Riddle. It wasn't. It was more of a flip than a dive. Uh, Champa has AJ set up for. Um, First his finisher, out comes Balor, or sorry, Champa does, has uh, AJ set up. Out comes Balor to distract Champa. Um, AJ knocks him down. AJ and Balor have a uh, have a bullet club stare down at this point. Um, what, does just thing- smi- well, the thing is, like, Balor, the way he responds to everything is that he just smiles creepily. And then points the guns, which I, it's cool. Um, and I think he's going to be playing this, like, mercenary character eventually. I don't think he's going to go. He's going to be their sting. <laughs> Uh, or uh, Flip Gordon right now is you know what I mean? How Flip, oh great! How Flip, well how Flip Gordon like he's a mercenary right now. He he fought with the villain Enterprises. Now he's fighting with Bully Ray, Man. like hired by Bully Ray. And how much ROH have you been watching? It's just like, random little clips. Um, let's see. And then uh, so AJ and Balor have the two sweet stare down. Uh, AJ goes for a Styles Clash. Out comes Adam Cole hits AJ with a super kick because for a split second. I thought we were gonna have like a a riddle versus oh no 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 no, no, no Cole no. and uh, Champa like no no I thought Lions I thought it was gonna be like afterwards like Balor Undisputed Era and OC are just one entity that would just be really confusing then. I know but for a second yeah. that's what I was thinking but it it, it, it that went I'm, away I'm kind of glad got, it didn't honestly <laughs> when it, it went away when he got super kicked um, and then uh, Cole and Balor kind of having the same stare down uh, but Adam Cole doing the Undisputed Era and there was no finish to this match. Well, like it just got thing. thrown away. Yeah. Like you don't know. Like you could have. I'll say this mostly just because well, the referee I died. Think, yeah, I think that ref bump was amazing. The pounce to the ounce. It looked really, AJ, really good. And yeah. it, that time, the timing of that. You know, only professionals. Yeah. Only the truest of professionals. But um, I guess. Do you think? I mean, the ratings were kind of. The ratings are out. Like they. Uh, AEW, I think, won slightly. I yeah, I think like there was like a two, I think there was a two thousand two thousand audience difference. Uh, AEW, uh, no, not even. Oh no, um, nine thousand. Oh. NXT is uh, eight eight hundred thousand eight hundred thirteen thousand. AEW eight hundred twenty two thousand. Yeah, that's why that's where I got that twenty two. Yeah, number. So um, they got a rise. Like NXT, they gained viewers out of that. Like the whole AJ Styles, like you know, he definitely helped them out that week. But why didn't they fucking announce it? It's yeah, I know. That's that's a very. Per- I agree. That's a very perplexing. Like, I know on raw. Like I caught. This it. could have easily been a thirty second promo of the OC being in a parking lot. Like, hey, they invaded our turf. You, know, I will invade the turf that the house they built because the raw is the house that AJ Styles built. I will but, go to but, their house but, and I'll be like, Wendy, like, like who who, be, who who built this house? Not me because I didn't build it. Who certified it? Who gave the electricity? I don't know. I'm the four. I wasn't here. I'm a. I'm the foreman, and I'm gonna give you a forearm. You know, a phenomenal forearm, Xavier. He oh he's not here he's injured. It's really good AJ. We do both. We do both. I mean it's AJ Styles. <laughs> AJ Styles accent is just the easiest thing. Just just talk like this. Just talk like it's this. Fine. Anyway, power bomb some Republicans. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. Power bomb Democrats. <laughs> oh yeah yeah. I'm Too sorry. sweet all around. <laughs> all right. Well, that's about enough for us. <laughs> that's about that's that's a sign to end this fucking podcast. Sign to end the podcast. Well. Michael, I know it's been a late night, but thank you for joining us again. Yeah, again. No, no, pr- no um, problem. Um, we'll just front load this day you know, <laughs> instead of just putting it on a Friday, I guess. Yeah. Anyways, guys. Full gear this Saturday. New Japan in. this Saturday. If you see me in New Japan, come up to me. Ask me for a sticker because I will have plenty. Please. We have so many. We have to get rid of them somehow. <laughs> uh, so you're going to come. We're going to. You think we're going to do, do show Sunday? Oh, I'm down to do Sunday. Yeah. Okay. Let's do show Sunday. We're going to. You're going to talk about New Japan. I'm going to talk about full gear. Hell yeah. Um, 
And that should be it. I'm looking forward to Full Gear a lot. I know you're looking forward to Amazing Red and Kota Bushi versus Osprey and Okada. You know what I'm looking for? I'm actually looking to Full Gear. Oh, God. Please don't. They should make all the songs. I mean, the fo- that Fozzie song, Nowhere to Run, has been featured heavily throughout no. that entire show. I like that song a lot. I like how they're like, thank you to Fozzie. They don't ever mention Chris Jericho's and Fozzie. I mean, everybody knows. Well, yeah, it's kind of, yeah, yeah. Let's get out of here. It's been, it's late. Uh, for City Wrestling Radio, for me, I'm Corey Smith. I'm Michael Vergara. And we will see you on Sunday with the uh, Full Gear uh, post show and, uh, you know, and talk about Japan. Jushin, and I'll talk probably. about Jushin Thunder Liger's last match in the United States of America. <laughs> yeah, we're just tag teaming with Bailey's uh, fiance. Yeah, oh, with Karen's fiance. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, guys, we'll see you later. Have a wonderful night. Have a great weekend. No one gives a fuck about SmackDown anymore. You know, we're trying. We're trying. Adam Cole, Daniel Bryan, that was a fantastic match. That's Rollins versus Adam Cole. That fucking sucked. Yeah. All right. We got to go. Bye.